0: It is time for another Kutztown University football presentation right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KOR Kutztown. Our fifth broadcast of the year takes us to Lockheeding University to take on the Bald Eagles. Today's game can be heard on our airwaves, 1670 AM, as well as our online streaming platforms by like TuneIn, by Tuner, and the Radio Garden app. You can also dial 1-563-999-3101 on your cellular device to listen live to all of our broadcasts. And with that, let's send it to Hubert Jack Stadium on the campus of Lockhaven University for the call of today's game. Here's Jack Kime and Josh Toot. From Hubert Jack Stadium on the campus of Lockhaven University, we would like to
1: welcome you into this presentation of Goodstown Golden Bears football here on KUR. 1670 AM, your home. For all things Golden Bears football, Jack on alongside my broadcasting partner, Joshua Toot here this afternoon. And Josh, the Golden Bears look to continue to roll on. 4-0 in Eastern Division play, 5-2 on the year. And here at the picturesque Hubert Jack Stadium for what looks to be another eventful Saturday of college football here in the
0: PSAC. Yeah, we made the road trip ourselves in about a two-hour, and two 20-minute drive. And it was a great drive, to say the least. Uh, great fall foliage. Out in the backdrop, but let's talk. I can't even say a red hot Golden Bear football team I think it would be more fitting to say a maroon hot red Golden Bear football team and what a season They are having to say the least So we talked in time and a time out how you draft those first two games one to assumption one to Cal U. You're on a roll right now, and you need to keep building. You're drawing closer and closer to that November push for the playoffs and Another good PSAC test here today for the Golden Bears, and only time will tell.
1: Absolutely, just a couple weeks to go in the regular season and a PSAC title game appearance, and for them, hopefully another championship would be their second PSAC title in just three years for the Golden Bears if they could get there and take down whatever foe they would meet. Looking like either Slippery Rock or Cal U in the West. We will give you our out-of-town scores as the day goes on. Already a couple games underway with Clarion at Edinburgh out in the West and Westchester and Shepherd here in the Eastern Division. But Josh, for Kutztown, a nail-biter last week. One that they just barely pulled out. It required extra time, overtime at Andre Reed Stadium. But a 9-6 to win where the Golden Bears reigned victorious on a 25-yard touchdown scamper. Richard, freshman quarterback Judd Novak to seal the deal and get them the win How do they look
0: coming into today? He definitely has his hands full today to say the least yeah, but you mentioned it One uh, of the only time both teams saw the end zone was through that Judd Novak 25 yard touchdown run gave the Gold Bears a walk-off win But he's gonna have a tougher test today against Lock Haven's defense So what I'm interested to see Jack is not a lot of offense in that Shippensburg Game. What I'm interested to see is how he can rebound, how he can get the offense more involved. Not, not a lot to talk about with that game. Not many first downs. In total, 12 first downs to a team that gives up to a team that has 100 first downs, 100 plus first downs on the season. But one thing I want to mention, we'll talk about a little bit later. Only giving up 10 first downs. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But. He needs to get the offense more involved. He needs to get in a rhythm. And we'll talk about that more, I think, when we talk about our keys too. When to the picking game. a commerce, yeah, absolutely, spot more, that'll he be coming d- up a little bit later on in the pregame. Another thing, another thing that'll be coming up a little bit later
1: on in the pregame is our weather forecast given by our own advisor here at KUR Monsoon Mike Greggs. We'll get that coming up in the pregame show. But the weather appears to be much better here today at Hubert Jack Stadium than it was just a week ago back at Andre Reed Stadium in that rainy, gloomy. Saturday win, 9-6 to six in overtime. Josh, we're so excited for this one. Let's talk about Lockhaven first, though. The surprise team of the year in the PSAC, they were predicted dead last in the PSAC Eastern Division preseason poll. Eighth out of eight teams, but they sit in the middle of the pack at 4-3 and three so far, 2-2 two and two in Eastern Division play. Looking for their first above 500 season since 2002, Josh.
0: been a long time since the Bald Eagles program has seen this kind of success. Yeah, Coach Mulrooney came in only a year ago, his second year in the head coaching position, and turned this program around. This program did not know what a winning tradition was like, but hats off to him, creating a winning program, a successful program to say the least, and you mentioned it, they were predicted dead last They could have their first winning season in over at least 10 years to say the least. Yeah, and speaking of the 2002 year for Lockhaven, that was the last time they reigned
1: victorious against Kutztown. It has been 14 matchups since the Bald Eagles have last taken down the Golden Bears. It has been a long, long time, and Kutztown has really owned this series. Dating back to 1992, the Golden Bears in the 22 games against Lockhaven have a
0: record of 20-2. and Golden Bears know their way around the land with Lockheed, and they know this team very well. Only two losses in their 22 matchups. That's solid, to say the least. Not perfect because you'd be 22-0, but that's pretty impressive. That is to a say. pretty impressive,
1: to say the least. Yeah. From Kutztown in this series. It's been one-sided, and it's been going all Kutztown's way. The Golden Bears look to add another win to this series, make it 15 wins in a row, make it 21-2. and two. And there are 23 matchups since 1992. It's now time for us to take a dive into how KU exactly could come out of here with a win this afternoon, Josh. First, I'm looking at, it starts with the defense. Defense is your favorite side of the ball for Kutztown. They average allowing just 16 points per game. That's good for first in all of the PSAC and 88 rush yards allows per game, second in the PSAC, and 21st nationally. This is a team that is so stout defensively, but especially when it comes to stopping the run. That's going to be critical today uh, with Chris Collier, the star running back for these Bald Eagles, and we will highlight him coming up a little bit later on in the pregame. And not to mention, in their
0: last two games, they didn't let Bloomsburg or Shippensburg see the end zone at all, only giving up three field goals, only giving up a total of nine points in their last two games. That is impressive, to say the least. But they have five wins in a row. Uh, they're impressive to say the least. When you only give up 16 points per game, that is impressive to say the least. And not to mention going into week three, week four, they were averaging giving up 27, 30 points a game. And to get it down to 16 is impressive to say the least. We talked about it's not how you start, it's how you finish. right? And, they, and they're taking that to heart. Only giving up 16 points per game on the defensive side of the ball, that is impressive to say the least. But not to mention it, it comes from the secondary. We highlighted them so much in last in the last broadcast, how impressive they are to say the least. But it's not to mention too they've been working together for the past two, three years. They're they're so experienced, right? I, I would say the one that hasn't been working with the secondary is Oyami Odoga, but he has a lot of experience himself. The works transfer, right? And he has so much experience. It's it's the experience that plays into, into how good of a football team you are, but then again, sometimes it's not. We, we talked about how Judd Novak, only a redshirt freshman, he's, a, he's having a season to remember. Getting the call after Donnie Blaine does get hurt after that assumption week one, and winning the starting job, but a, a, a defense that is solid to say the least absolutely josh great point with this experienced secondary
1: really an experienced defense i mean you look at every member of this secondary on the two deep all of them are upperclassmen you mentioned adoga is the youngest as is, is a junior and he's you know listed as the backup to drew henzer but both of them see a lot of field time for ku this defense is just so suffocating from up front with the defensive line all the way to the end with the secondary i mean it is so daunting for any offense to play against this kutztown defense with what you know, they're able to do all over the place. They're able to get to the quarterback. They're fourth in the conference in sacks with 21. They know how to get to the passer. The linebackers, we haven't even talked about the linebackers yet. Tyler Wary, the graduate student linebacker. So huge for this defense. A couple of sacks a week ago in the win against Shippensburg. Brandon Heil, the youngest starter in this team is a sophomore, but he looks so experienced. He plays older than his year shows on the depth chart. And then, of course, up front, you got Gipley and Nigel Wilson, the two edge rushers for this team, both redshirt seniors who just come in wreaking havoc. And then Freddie Redder and Earl Bowles on the interior. Every single player of this defense is so huge to what makes them function as such a strong
0: unit. The, and you mentioned it, just the experience right there, Jack, and the, the secondary and the defensive line, it's it's a 11-man unit. I, 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 I'm I a firm believer in Kutzen's defense not being a one-man show. I'm firm in believing that's a 11-man show, right? They work together so well. Like They've been playing together for 20 years, not just three years. And it, they're impressive to say the least. And that's one of my keys to the game, too. I'm gonna, I think Kutztown defense is going to have to rely heavily on their secondary as well. But also, too, the defensive line is just doing amazing works today. They are loving seeing that, that pocket collapse. And I think Danny Sanchez, the starting quarterback for Lockheedman today, is going to have a tough time going against a strong down defense.
1: Absolutely, Josh. Well, we're going to take this time, step aside, get our weather forecast from our advisor, Monsoon Monsoon, Mike Regs. We will be back in just a few minutes here for our pre-game coverage here from Hubert Jack Stadium at Lockhaven University.
2: Monsoon Mike here with your KU versus Lockhaven live from Lockhaven game time weather forecast. Well, last Saturday at home in Kutztown was downright miserable. And the good news is that while today here in Lockhaven won't be perfect... It won't be half as bad as the conditions in Kutztown last week. Exiting low pressure will keep clouds around with gusty winds at times. Those gusty winds at times could of course affect play so we'll have to see how that factors in. A few passing showers are also possible, sort of like how conditions were in Bloomsburg some weeks back but overall, like that Bloomsburg game, just mainly cloudy and not like that Kutztown game last week where it poured the whole time. We'll have the wind factored in however this week which really hasn't been much of an issue with other games. Kickoff temperature around 56 degrees not really moving much throughout the game. Final plays a couple hours later with temperatures around 55 degrees, with the winds factored in, it will feel a bit chillier. As always, Go Golden Bears!
3: It's hard for me to talk about, but I remember I was late for work and I was speeding. Then I saw the car, and I hit the car, and at that point I just remember everything in slow motion, the car wrapping around me, and I kept thinking to myself, this is it, I'm going to die. And still I'm in the hospital. I'm going home tomorrow. But the hardest part with all of this is with Andy. He doesn't look me in the eye anymore. He just kind of pats me on the hand. He probably knows that I know that he's going to leave me. And um, I can see that in his face just as clearly as I can see what I've done to mine.
4: Speeding
5: gets you nowhere fast. A public service message brought to you by this station and the U.S. Department of Transportation.
6: Before, addiction and depression kept me from living my life. Now, every step I take in recovery benefits everyone. There are many options that make the road to recovery more accessible. It begins with the first step. Join the Voices for Recovery. For information and treatment referral for you or someone you love, call 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
7: Do you see that doggy in the shelter? Hi, I'm Buddy, the little adorable puppy you adopted from the Humane Society. Meow. I'm Whiskers, a fluffy kitty, just waiting for someone to love me. When
8: you adopt a pet, we hope your new furry friend will become a cherished member of your family. And as Buddy and Whiskers will tell you, the key to success is following the rules to love by.
7: Well, that's right. Please give me food, water, and exercise every day. To stay healthy, I need the same kind of things you need. Talk to me. I like hearing your voice. You're my best friend. Please don't stay mad at me or lock me up as punishment. Remember, I'm probably going to live 10 to 15 years, so take care of me when I get old. One day you'll need someone to take care of you, too.
8: A message from the Montgomery County Humane Society. Visit www.mchumane.org for the complete rules to love by Be
9: your best friend for life.
2: I don't recycle. I mean, we can just find another planet for your kids to live on, you know? Noted
5: non-recycler Tommy Crenshaw talks about the future.
2: Oh, I can totally see finding another planet that can support life when ours fills up with trash. As an alternative to recycling? Yeah, an alternative. So, we like don't have to do it. Recycling. There are lots of planets.
10: Finding one is just a matter of time. Many people say that recycling is pretty simple and convenient. A matter of keeping select items out of the trash. A lot simpler than finding a new planet, Tommy.
2: Come on! There's a bunch of planets out there!
10: Would you recycle on this new planet, Tommy? Or just use it up and throw it away, too?
2: I I really don't have a clue. Log on to yougottobekidding.org and learn about all the ways you can
8: recycle. Unless you're into lame excuses like Tommy's.
2: Hey, recycling's just not my thing. Starting over on a new planet? Now that's exciting!
8: Don't be that guy. Unless you want people looking at you funny. Log on to you gotta be kidding.org.
11: You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown. Back at Hubert Jacks Stadium
1: here on the campus of Lock Haven University. Jack, on alongside Josh with two years We continue our pre coverage here on KUR 1670 AM, your home for all things Golden Bears football. Josh, we've talked about Some of the big parts of the Golden Bears defensively, how this whole unit from top to bottom with just their vast amount of experience and, you know, they've played together for so many years now, their camaraderie, their chemistry and what makes them just so difficult for opposing teams to go up against only allowing 16 points per game. That's tops in the conference. I would tease the rush game earlier, but I want to save that for one of my keys to the game here coming up a little bit later on in our pregame show. I want to look over at real quick, though, offensively there, for them. On the offensive line, a switch today. Their starting right guard, Edward Edward Leek, the junior. He is out for today's game. They're going to move moving their starting center, John Minich, the senior, over to right guard. And the backup center, Donovan Jones, will be plugged in as the starting center. So a little bit of retinkering for the Bald Eagles on that offensive line. We'll see how that works out today. We know for the offensive line, the five guys who are starting, they need to have good chemistry. They need to be able to play off of each other. And we'll see how the sophomore Donovan Jones steps in as the center and is able to handle that starting spot in such a big game here today for Lock Haven.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I think one of the things we need to note is they're not new they're 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 going to their two deep on their center. Their starting center is going to move over to right guard. So, I think it's not that big of a change, right? But when you're moving from center to right guard, I think that's a little bit of a change. But I think if you're at that 2-deep, that's not as bad. It's when you go to the 3-deep, 4-deep, that's when you start running into some problems. But that is something to know, right? And you're banking on the fact that John Mendez is going to start at the center, so that's how you play in your defense, right? But it's just a small change. I think Eric Fargo is going to have that under control. I have no problems uh, with that, but something to look out for yeah um, but w- w- when we talk about offense uh, i want to take a turn back to monsoon mike's weather report well gusty wins today so i'm wondering if that could play a factor into the pass attack today here jack
1: yeah d- you know they very very possibly could we see that light breeze blowing around with the flags on top of the flagpoles and the of course, the flag for the United States flag blowing around ever so slightly. So we're seeing some slight wins here today from Hubert Jack Stadium. It's a good point, Josh. We'll see how that affects the passing game. And I think that's going to be a big part of KU's attack. Um, and One of my keys to the game is going to be airing it out for Novak just because getting him comfortable again yeah. after not the best of weeks last week just because of the weather conditions and everything that played into that. But we're going to step aside for the playing of our national anthem. We'll be back momentarily here on KU Arc.
12: Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
13: Yeah, uh, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting? Location. In the forest near the side of the road. No
12: need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But
13: this was no ordinary bear.
12: No ordinary bear?
13: One second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me
12: guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He
13: did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's
12: a smart bear. Did you know that nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? That means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented.
13: That's what Smokey Smokey said. I had no idea.
12: That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires.
14: If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there.
15: You could say how are you or get a fake tattoo You could ask with an app if it works for you You could write him a text or knit him a sweater If you can't be together you could write him a letter Whatever,
16: whatever, whatever gets you talking Whatever, whatever, whatever
15: gets you talking You could chat on a game, kick off your flip flops You could ask on your couch while you binge watch However you do it, you gotta ask a friend And if they don't share, you can ask again Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking
14: Reach out to a friend about their mental health Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation
17: Hi! I'm Brett Michaels for the American Diabetes Association. Diabetes is a constant battle. Testing, treating, fighting to live a normal life. I know, I've had diabetes since I was six years old. A lot of people don't think it's deadly, but diabetes kills more Americans each year than breast cancer and AIDS combined. It's been called a silent epidemic, and without your help, it will keep getting worse. Please join me in the movement to stop diabetes. Share your passion and your story. Get involved in local events like the Tour to Cure or the Step Out Walk. Learn how you can better manage this disease or reduce your odds of developing it. And give what you can to help us spread the word and fund programs like the Diabetes Camps for Kids and research to find a cure. Join the movement at StopDiabetes.com. Help us fight a deadly disease that shortens and burdens the lives of millions of Americans. Together, we can stop diabetes
10: the bench at the corner bus stop that little settee by the beauty parlor (coughs) when your lungs can't get much air you don't have the energy to walk far so all over town from the grocery store to the bank lobby you've mapped out places where you can stop and catch your breath who wants to live like that if you have a chronic cough wheezing or often feel short of breath see your doctor and find out if it's COPD With a simple breathing test called spirometry, your doctor can tell you for sure. The sooner you know, the sooner you can start breathing better and living more. Wouldn't it be wonderful to spend more time doing the things you love and less time looking for a bench, settee, or chair? Learn more, breathe better at copd.nhlbi.nih.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
9: Don't be stupid with your skin it's the only skin you're in know what's good and bad to do find the right and wrong for you it's time you learn what it's about cause indoor tanning is out UV lamps from a tanning bed, they can turn your skin beat red. Wrinkles come from the UV light, and eight spots make you a fight full sight. With UV light, it gets worse. Skin cancer is a wicked curse. Don't be the one that's tanned. Use your brain, use your head, it's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tannin is out A message from the American Academy of Dermatology
11: You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long Right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K.W.R. Kutztown
1: Second Hubert Jack Stadium here on the campus of Lock Haven University as we get set for the Kutztown Golden Bears coming in with a five and two record four and zero in PSAC Eastern Division play traveling to take on the Lock Haven Bald Eagles a surprise story of the year here in the PSAC Eastern Division with a four and three record and two and two on the year led by a variety of experience up front at Lock Haven the quarterback Danny Sanchez the graduate student and their very very experienced running back Chris Collier another graduate student for them just such a big part of this Bald Eagles offense. Josh, I think it's time we start getting into our keys of the game. I already talked about for Kutztown, Judd Novak airing the football out. This Lockhaven defense dead last in the PSAC, allowing 244 pass yards per game. I think it's going to be huge for Judd Novak to get involved and get comfortable early in the passing game, whether it be getting Curtis Ravenel involved on those short routes or Makai Gibson with those big chunk plays through the air. Caden Hasty, a versatile receiver who can do a lot of different things, work underneath go down the field. I think these receivers and the quarterback, Judd Novak, going to be huge for Kutztown's offensive success especially by attacking the passing game here today.
0: Yeah, I think Judd Novak needs to get in that rhythm early right? So, he had that rough game last week. But there's no need to dwell on that because he already knows I think. I, I, there's no need to tell him again and again. He, exactly. already, he already knows. So, I, I, I think it's... You can't look back. You need to, you need to almost restart, I think, And he needs to get in that rhythm early, like you mentioned. But one of the other keys I mentioned too is just the running attack of Burkhart, McNeil, if he does come out, Davis, they need to get in the rhythm early as well, right? They were struggling to get those first downs, only 12 first downs on that game against Shippensburg. So I think one of the main things they need to do is get that run and pass attack involved early, right? You You can't get behind on that. You need to you need to get off to that quick start and if you can't, then that, you could be looking at some problems further along in today's game. Yeah, absolutely, Josh
1: and I, I want to turn it over back to Lockhaven offensively here another one of my keys to the game, you gotta stuff the run if you're KU, they do it so well allowing just eighty rush yards Per game at second in the PSAC 21st nationally, which we've talked about at length. But Collier coming off of a huge game last Once week again, for Bob Lockhaven, rushing in for 253 yards and two touchdowns. Of the and, touchdowns and the Bold Eagles 21-13 Bobby. win Bobby over gone. Bloomsburg a just a week ago. And for that outstanding performance, Collier was rewarded with the PSAC East Offensive Athlete of the Week with that performance, third most ever in a single game for a Lockhaven player and the most this season by any individual player in the PSAC. What a game it was for Collier a week ago. This kid is an absolutely immensely talented running back. First in the PSAC in rushing is the conference's leading rusher. He is sixth nationally in rushing yards. sounds going to have their hands full today with Collier. they got to be able to stuff the run like they've done all year, but they haven't
0: faced a running back the caliber of Collier. Yeah, Collier is going to be the real deal today. I think a lot of the offense is going to run through Chris um, and he, he's just impressive to say the least and I, I, I think one of the things they need to look to is they need to isolate him that secondary needs to know where he's at at all times they cannot let him get on his own because he can make a lot of problems and I think one of the things they need to do as well is just at, at some point or another make him uncomfortable in that pocket if if he's lined up right next to the quarterback most, nine times out of ten what I watched on film is they're going to hand it off directly to him Make sure those that secondary, that linebackers, and those safeties as well need to come in a little bit, so that they're right there to meet them. And I think that's one of the things we need—they need to look to on the defense. But that's getting into my defensive q uh, game.
1: Absolutely, and the, and the last one for me is converting on third down. I say it every week, you got to be able to control third down, but I think especially offensively for Kutztown, this Lockhaven defense allows opponents to be successful on 45% of their third down tries. That's second last in the PSAC. Kutztown's got to be efficient when they get to third down, put themselves in favorable third down positions, unlike they did a week ago. Really excited to see how that matchup's going to transpire, this third down offense against a third down defense.
0: Yeah, and I, and I and, and like you mentioned, I think Kutzen did a great job of limiting the third downs from Shippensburg last week, but you need to convert on those third downs. Like you said, you need to control them. Um, That was something they didn't do well with last week, Um, but there's always room for improvement, and I'm looking to see that that improvement today. But, Jack, one more key I want to talk about is defense, right? I was really impressed by Kutzen's defense in these last two games, but the real test is today with Chris Collier, and you mentioned that. And like I said, they, they need to isolate him immensely. I think it's going to be a Caleb Monaco show times two. And we talked about Caleb Monaco in that for game. That gameplay needs to transfer over, but even better. Because Chris Collier is, I think, even better than Caleb Monaco. So one thing to look to, if he can get in a rhythm early, I think sound could be looking at major problems. But you never know. 2016 you truly just never know, Josh. That's why they play the
18: games. That's why they suit it
1: up and fight it out on the gridiron. Paper only can tell you so much, but everything can change as soon as the players step out on the field. The captains are at midfield for the coin toss. Here today, we're going to take this time quickly to give you an out-of-town score update out of the PSAC Western Division. Clarion has an early 14-7 lead on the road at Edinburgh, and scoreless in the early stages of the game between Westchester and Shepherd down in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Shepherd still trying to hang in the PSAC East race, both. Shepard and East Stroudsburg, who we'll talk about their playing later today. That is a 105 start, so just five minutes after we get set to kick off here from Hubert Jack Stadium. We, yeah, we will continue to give you a live scoring updates around the conference. Throughout the afternoon, another game that's going to get set to kick off right around us is Slippery Rock and Cal U. The top two teams in the Western Division going at it—a pivotal matchup today. Two Ta- powers, Kutztown saw Cal U earlier in the year.
0: Talk about and a clash Slippery of the. T- sorry, interrupted. Talk about a clash of the titans. That's that is set to basically see some fireworks out there, and that game could very well determine who gets that number one spot tri- and that spot tri- in the PSAC championship. That is probably the PSAC West Championship game. And well, not one. to mention we weak. That's that's pivotal. Eric Willis and
1: Kyle Sheets, the two top receivers in the conference, will be on display in that one between Cal U and Slippery Rock. Willis for Cal U, respectively, and Sheets for Slippery Rock. That one is going to be so thrilling. And yes, Josh, that will determine by the end of the day, who has the upper hand in the PSAC Western Division going on to the final couple weeks of the regular season. For Goodstown, they look to keep their spot at the top of the PSAC Eastern Division after today as they get set to take on the Lock Haven kickoff momentarily. Goodstown will get set to receive the football first, so we'll get a early look at Judd Novak and this Golden Bears offense, and we'll see if they can improve from their production just a week ago. Josh, so much to be excited for, so much great talents on the field on both for both teams here today. We highlighted Collier on the offense. You gotta talk about Cody Romano, though, for this Lockheaven defense. We'll get to see him early. He's a Penn State transfer linebacker, 49 total tackles on the year, eight and a half tackles for loss, two sacks, one INT, and two fumble recoveries. Cody Romano, a big part of what makes this Bald Eagles defense as productive as they are. Another one, Janarian Johnson, comes in with four sacks. As their kicker, Brent Zachman, the
0: senior. And you could feel the energy already. I, it, there's always a, a certain type of energy that comes with the PSAC East matchup, and you could feel it already, Jack. Not from just Kutztown fans who made the travel, but locked in too. Zachman. A
1: line drive kick into the end zone for a touchback and the Golden Bears will start at their own 25-yard line to kick it off here today from Hubert Jack Stadium. A picturesque
0: backdrop here in the mountains of Blockhaven. Definitely picture worthy, I would say. Fall foliage on complete display centered in the middle of the mountains to say the least.
19: So we see this Golden Bears
1: offense led by the redshirt freshman Novak, Jordan Davis, the running back to his right. Two, three wide receivers on the field, two to his right, one to his left. The tight end Husser motions from left to right in the gun. Novak takes a snap, handoff off the middle, Davis across the 25, trying to fight his way forward. Still going and is gonna be bottled up at the 27 yard line for a pickup of two there on first down. A stout Lockhaven rush defense allowing just 2.9 yards per carry, good for third in the PSAC. Two stout run defense is will be on display here this afternoon, Josh.
0: Yeah, and the, the running back game of Jordan Davis is gonna have a tough Second time and today.
1: Novak looks to throw over the middle, finds Husser across the 30, they're gonna call it a fumble. They're gonna say Husser made a football move, thought it might have been an incompletion, they will deem it a fumble from Husser and an early turnover from the Ball eagle defense.
0: That's an early mistake, and that's 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 a that's a tough mistake to say the least. Do you give it up at your 32-yard line? But now we get a quick look at how tough this Golden Bears defense really is. Do they bend or do they break? And I think that's gonna be the biggest question here today, Jack. Tough start for the Golden Bears. It was a 5 yard completion for
1: Husser before he coughed up the football. And now this Golden Bears defense had a bit of a precarious spot. The Bald Eagles will start at the Golden Bear 32 yard line. Sanchez hands it off. Collier trying to dance, fights through, down to the 30, picks up two, sets up second and
19: eight. So
0: we get an early look at how tough Chris Collier is, right? And one of the things we want to mention is too is but Sound has experience with Danny Sanchez. They saw him all last season during that walk In game. So they, they know exactly what he is going to look towards. But I think the most important thing is they need to know what Chris Collier's tendencies are quick. They need to figure him out early. You can't let him get into that rhythm like we talked about in the pregame show. So something we need to look to.
1: It was Cody Romano, the graduate student linebacker, who forced that fumble on Husser. Second down and eight. Sanchez looks the throw, steps up, launching a deep shot, deflected in the air, intercepted! Campbell for the 10-yard line! Slung down at the 13, and the
0: Golden Bears defense gets it right back! And we talked about it, Jack. Can cook defense bend or break? I think they won that drive absolutely. So... We saw that downfield. It he was in triple coverage. It was zone coverage downfield, and I knew once they put the ball there, it was going to be really tough to complete. Once that ball goes up in the air, that is made to look scary. Cam Wolf is right there. I know exactly he is going to come down with it. Great job, early turnover for both teams. Now you kind of reset here for the
1: Golden Bears. Great job by Campbell to be aware if that ball was deflected in the air, just sitting there and receiving it for the interception. So both teams' first drives ends in a turnover. Novak design, quarterback, run, fighting up the middle. He'll pick up a yard out to the 15, sets up
0: second, down, and nine. Yards looking tough to come by here in the early going, Josh. We talked about how Jed Novak needs to get in that rhythm early. He could, he needed to reset from that Shippensburg game, and he needs to do that pretty quick. Right? Those are a couple plays that. You need to get in that rhythm early.
1: Second and nine for the 15. Novak in the gun. Two receivers to his left, two to his right.
20: Tucks it and run. Out
1: across the 20, fighting his way forward. He'll be wrapped up at the 23 yard line. Pickup of eight sets up a third and short for KU. And these are the spots this Golden Bears offense
0: were not in a whole lot a week ago, third down and short. And we talked about how they need to control that third down game, early test right here. And it's a, it's about how you start as well. I, I, I always talked about, it. it's not how you start, how you finish, but you always wanna get off to that, good, that strong start, and you have a good opportunity right here, a, a third and one, very manageable. Third and
1: one from their own 23. Novak under center. Hands it off to Davis. Bottled up. Did he get there? They're going to say he got the first down. Two-yard run for Davis just enough, and the Golden Bears get a new set of downs.
0: Tough running from Davis up the middle. He knew what he needed. He only needed that yard, right? So it was a design blitz off Lockhaven's defense. We saw that. They weren't in any type of zone coverage. You knew there were no wide receivers, tight ends out. So, it's going to be important to see how exactly the Golden Bears can keep it going. Right, you need to keep the run going. You need to keep the pass going. You need to stay in that rhythm. You can't get out. You have no other options. First and ten for the twenty-five. Novak looking to throw
1: on an RPO, rolling out out across the twenty-five. He will dart out of bounds and at the twenty-seven. There's a pickup of two.
20: So a spot at the 28, pardon me. Three
0: yard gained for back on first down. And we talked about how his reads are so great, to say the least. He knew that the pocket was probably going to be collapsing in about a second or two. So that was a good move to just roll out towards the near side. Get a, field, get a couple yards. That's exactly what you want from your quarterback. And his, he, has, he has little to no experience at the college quarterback level. He's only a redshirt freshman. Second and seven, back to Davis up the middle,
1: fights his way forward, he'll get down to the 30. Two yards, sets up a third down and five, and now an intermediate down and distance here on third for down One for one, got the third and one to keep the drive alive, which is a two yard run up the gut for Jordan Davis. We'll see what the Golden Bears elect to go with here on
20: a
18: third and five.
0: early whistle quick substitution and another test
1: for Judd Novak nearly five minutes down in this first quarter third and five from their own 30 they started the drive at the 14 after the Camel interception on Danny Sanchez's first pass attempt of the day for Lockheed third and five back to the ground Davis across the 35 to the 40 and tripped up at the 45 yard line Davis looked like he had daylight for a second there but tripped up a nice run of 15 there and another first down for KU Davis has been the workhorse here on the rushing game for KU early in this one nice run from Davis just shot
0: the hole and got 15 to the all, left side all he had to beat was Armstrong Antonin, and and Kaseer Henry and if he would have beat them he would have been gone but great job from the safeties of Lockheedman to trip him up but another great run for Jordan Davis they need him to step up on the
1: 45 novak looks to throw underneath diving on the near side they're going to say it's a catch to the Bold eagle
19: 44 yard line
0: need to keep it rolling like i said that's a great pass to luke saspo on our near side great and we talked about another young wide receiver and that's exactly what you want. Just uh, a quick checkdown pass. That's exactly what you need. Even if it, even if you need to play the small ball, that works. Those quick checkdown passes, they work. We've seen many teams do them. We haven't seen cutsdown do them as much. They work. There's an 11 yard completion to Luke Zazbo, the
1: redshirt freshman out of Sparta, New Jersey. First and ten from the Bald Eagle 44. Feeling the heat down the sideline. Husser caught 25, and he will tiptoe his way out of bounds. At the 22-yard line, that is a 23-yard catch and run for the tight end, Tyreek Husser down the sideline, great job to catch it inbounds and get some extra yardage afterwards, and you're seeing the passing game starting to come out. 11 yards for Zasbo, 22 for Husser, pardon me, 23 for Husser. And
0: another new set of downs is Kutztown just chunk playing their way down the field. And we've talked about that, Jack. They, they it, it's, they need to get the pass game involved early. That was one of your keys to the game. I know you talked about that in the pregame show. They're doing it right away. So Luke Zastner, Tyree Custer getting involved early along with Jordan Davis. This is recipe for success for the Golden Bears. Raven Ellen Gibson, the two receivers on the field. First and 10,
1: handoff Davis to the left side. Inside the 20, and he will be... He's out of bounds, gonna spot him at what looks like the 16-yard the line, Pickup of six on first down, second and four, and KU
0: really finding a rhythm on their second drive of the day. And we talked about that, Chuck, he needs to get, needs to get in a rhythm early after that tough start against Shiffensburg. This is something he needs to feel more comfortable, to feel more at ease, right? we kind of figured that he would be a little nervous in this start after that ship game but he's looking good so far novak's side quarterback run to the left
1: it's on the 15 to the 10 and he will be knocked out of bounds there pick up of six and another golden bears first down
21: excuse
19: me they will say
1: he got knocked out just short of the 10 at the 11. So pick up a five for Novak on the design quarterback run, and another Golden Bear first down. And at this point,
0: you're you're at a first and goal situation. Not really, uh, the first down is going to be at the one yard line, but at that point you should be getting in. So now you got to think about: do you air it out for the end zone or do you run? Jordan Davis has been putting on a lot of The, 10, the eleven, Novak going to the end zone,
19: call for the touchdown.
1: touchdown,
19: touchdown. The
1: a big strike for KU as they get on the board first. An 11-yard touchdown. A corner post route to the back right
0: corner. An 11-yard touchdown hookup. Talked about how they need to get in that rhythm early, and that's exactly what they did. A quick score, quick strike. So you get that quick fumble, get that quick interception, now you get points on the board. Extra point is
1: up and good from Edmondson. It's seven 0 KU. They strike first, as it was Sincere Thomas hauling in the touchdown. The redshirt freshman from Bristol, Pennsylvania. The slot receiver on that play on the right side. He's had a tough time seeing the number from our vantage point, Josh. That's why we we were a little late to report who caught the touchdown. But it was Sincere
0: Thomas, an 11 yard. Touchdown hookup, 7-0 KU over Lock Haven. And that's exactly what Jed uh, Novak needed, just a, a drive to get him in the in the rhythm. It's just, he, it's just, he needed something. Even if they would have got three, I think that would have helped them out a little bit, but a touchdown helps them a lot, right? It gets him in that rhythm after that Schiffensburg game. We talked about it, so how he starts, how he finishes, right? And he is responding really well. So you had to fumble. You thought maybe you want get some momentum going, but they quickly rebounded. Now you get some points on the board, exactly what you want for the Golden Bears. That drive for Kutztown, 11 plays,
1: 86 yards in six minutes and 47 seconds. From their own 14 to the end zone, and it was capped off by an 11 yard sincere Thomas score give the Golden Bears the first strike here today from Hubert Jack Stadium it'll be Nate Millard getting set to boot it away
20: it'll be taken out of the end zone there
1: by Chandler Baker out across the 10 to the 15 and knocked down at the 17 yard line good kick return
19: coverage there by KU
0: That's where Danny Sanchez and company will set up shop. So there's Noah Kenzie on the tackle on the kick return there for Kutztown. So one of the things that I'm looking for on this drive specifically is to keep that momentum going for Kutztown. So you you force that interception. Dan Wolf coming up big. I, I, I need him to continue that, right? I need defense to make another big stop just to set the tone even more. If you get set to turn in the first quarter, that will make the rest, the re- continuing 45 minutes so much easier, Jack. Collier, he is going to get bottled up and lose some yardage.
1: Nigel Wilson, the
0: first to get
19: there.
0: We talked about how Nigel... also loss for Collier there talked about how Nigel Wilson is one of those key members on the defense. So much experience that he brings one of the big leaders who move. They needed him to step up big time in this game, and he is stepping up big. He knows exactly what Chris Collier's tendencies are. Wide receiver screen
1: out underneath, caught out across the 20. There was Quan Williams. Williams, the junior from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Third and four from the 24. It was a pickup of 10.
19: Slot on the far side with Young next just
0: need to make a stop here somehow someway you need to make the stop you you need to get defense off the field makes
1: the snap. third and four Sanchez looks to throw over the middle incomplete great coverage there by Tyler Wary to jump the route and nearly intercepted but a three and out forced by this stout Golden Bears defense and they'll be getting the football back as the punter Brett Zachman comes on to boot it away from inside
0: his own 25 And that is exactly what you needed. I I, I said in our last broadcast against Shippetsburg, you need to force more three now and two drives. Lockhaven does not get the first down. That's exactly what you want for Kutztown's defense. We talked about how powerful they really are and the impact they make.
1: Zachman boots it away. A line drive punt. It's gonna go inside the 25, picked up at the 22 by Lloyd. He'll be wrapped up and spotted at his own 20, and that is where Judd Novak and the Golden Bears start with 4.58 to go in the first quarter. We will not step aside. We will stay here. Under five, minute, under five minutes to go in the quarter. We'll see what this Golden Bears offense looks like for their third drive of the opening quarter.
19: Excellent. a special it's a great drive last time, 11 plays, 86 yards, was
1: capped off by an 11-yard sincere Thomas touchdown, the lone score of the day thus far. They're on 20, Ravenel motions from right to left, handoff to the outside, it's Daryl Davis McNeil trying to reverse his field and he's only going backwards. Right, two. Cody Romano. Cody Romano on the pursuit. They'll spot him at the 17, a loss of three for Daryl Davis-McNeil. The first we're seeing of Daryl Davis-McNeil in a couple weeks. Didn't play last week against Shippensburg. Was not playing the week before that at Bloomsburg. So good to see Daryl Davis-McNeil back in the rotation of running backs here for Kutztown.
0: Yeah, definitely good to see him back. And we talked about Cody Romero in the pregame show. Penn State transfer, Division One transfer. So, you can see with that speed and the ability to just get out
1: so quickly to the ball carrier, that Division One speed transferring over. Novak looking to throw, flushed out right, scrambling, keeping his eyes downfield, taking a deep shot for Gibson, incomplete. But a flag flies in.
19: So
0: the flag is at the thirty. Came in from the back judge, so I'm wondering if it's going to be something in the secondary, maybe a pass interference.
19: Now, referee Stephen <laughs>
0: So holding on Lockhaven. On Lockhaven, that's Daryl
1: Pollard, the junior from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the upper Derby product will be penalized there. It's gonna be an automatic first down for Kutztown at their own twenty
0: seven yard line. So that I think kind of resets the Golden Bears offense after that Daryl Davis McDeal was so and plus two, Dread Novak getting fleshed out to his to our far side. So I think this is kind of like a reset time for the Golden Bears offense, Jack. I do think that this is something that the Golden Bears kind of get a break from and ultimately start over.
1: Motions right to left, now going back to the right. Novak gonna pull it and keep it. He's gonna get dropped for a big time loss. Back at his own 20, a loss of seven on first down. Whether that was some trouble with the handoff or no Novak with some indecisiveness, whether they wanted to hand it off or keep it, and cost the Golden Bears seven yards back to the way, back to where they originally started the drive.
0: And at this point, you just need to air it out for one of those big plays. Even going to Husser again, maybe go go to. Go to one of your receivers. You rely on them so heavily. Luke Saswell I'm looking for him to step up big time. Even Keaton, Keaton Hasty, I'm looking for him to step up.
19: So Jim
1: Clements calls his first time out of the half with one on the play clock. Second out and 17 from their own 20. 3.15 to go in the opening quarter. We'll step aside here on
18: KUR. I'm Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project, and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up, as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up. In
4: 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska, a talented child was born. He would go on to be one out of only 11 Alaskans to make it to the major leagues. The odds of him striking out more than 3,000 hitters? One in 33 million. The odds. 3:15 of-
1: to go in quarter number one here from Hubert Jack Stadium on the campus of Lock Haven University. Kutztown leads Lock Haven by a score of seven to zero. Backed up at their own 20, though. A loss of seven on the run from Judd Novak. Second down and 17. Takes the snap, looking left. Taking
19: a
20: deep shot. Ravenel wide open, and he couldn't get him. Just overshot him. Ravenel got behind the defense.
19: Hester
1: and coverage slipped and gave Ravenel that big play opportunity down the field. But Ravenel, accusing Novak, unable to get it there. And now a
0: third down and long for the Golden Bears. And this is not ideal to say the least. You need a big first down for the Golden Bears. And you you need something to go your way as now Lockheaven calls a timeout. First of the half called by Lockheaven.
1: Third down at 16. Josh, you gotta think. Pittstown is going to look to take another big shot through the air here with his third down and 16 at their own 21-yard line. Already up 7 nothing. that great second drive, but what are you expecting here from
0: Novak in the offense? I think he is going to air it out because that's your only way of getting a first down at this point. A uh, run will not do it as Lackayvon's defense only gives up three yards per run from opposing teams, so I think the only option you really have for Kutztown is is to air it out. You have no other option.
19: And you have to go back
1: to that second down play. Just a missed opportunity there with the busted coverage. Ravenel was behind the secondary. Novak just overshot his man by a couple of yards but that could have been a huge play. More than likely would have been a touchdown with Ravenel's speed. At the least would have been a huge play through the air. A new set of downs and put them in Lockhaven territory. Third and 16, Novak drops,
20: steps up. Flushed out left in pursuit and he's sacked. Dropped there by Trey Henley,
1: the redshirt freshman from Baroque, Florida.
0: And the Golden Bears are gonna get set to punt it away. And that is exactly what you did not one right there. Now you're basically kicking away from your own end zone and that gives Rockhaven really good field position.
1: So it'll be fourth and 24 from their own 13. Millar going to be punting from his own end zone. Gets it away. Fielding it at the 35. Darting to the outside. He'll get bottled up there. There's a return man, Chandler Baker, the graduate student from Batavia, New York and the University of Buffalo transfer wrapped up there by the tight end, Nick Lovenguff,
0: the special teamer. Talked about a couple weeks ago how important special teams were, and they're stepping up big time today. And to put away from your own end zone, and now Lockhaven starts at the 37-yard line, that's pretty good to say the least, Jack. I think I would consider that a, another win for special teams. So it's going to be important to see. Can Sound Soundest defense produce another quick three now? Danny Sanchez and the Bald
1: Eagle offense back out on the field. Their third drive of the quarter. We're going to start with a run to Collier. He'll bounce it to the outside of the left but not going anywhere. Back to the line of scrimmage there and I mentioned one of my keys to the game is stuff the run, keep Collier in check and KU has done just that in this first quarter. Three carries for negative
0: two yards. Definitely read his number. They know his tendencies and They know exactly what he's going to do, and I think that's something that Golden Bears needed to do, and they're stepping up big time. I I think one of the main problems was could they stop him, and they certainly are. Second down and 10. Giving off to Collier out
1: across the 40. Fights his way to the 44-yard line there. Good run for Collier, his best of the day. That's going to set up a
0: third down and three with a 7-yard run. So at this point, do you go back to Collier or do you air it out? I think this is going to be the biggest question for the Golden Bears defense. I expect them to go back to Collier. He's their main man. He's their workhorse so the and in to mention, the backfield. Not to mention, when they hit the air, it's been getting pretty close to intersected every time. So the passing game is not working for Lockhaven. I think they need to just stick to the run. On our minutes of play in the opening quarter,
1: 7-0 Kutztown if you're just joining us here from Hubert Jack Stadium. Third down and three, Sanchez looks to throw, caught over the middle to the 49 yard line. Good for a first down. It was Chris Hicks, a tight end from Stafford, Virginia.
0: Tyler O'Reilly was in coverage there. Good
1: for a first down.
0: Yeah, Tyler O'Reilly was almost in coverage there and almost made the stop just about an inch away. But that definitely has to hurt, I think. But now it's time you reset. So Lockheedman does get a fresh set of downs. It's about how you reset now for the Golden Bears defense. Collier up the middle,
1: inside the 45 Now They'll say he was stopped at the 45. Pick up a five on first down, and that appears to be the final play of the opening quarter. So it'll be second down and five for the Bald Eagles from the Golden Bear 45 yard line at the start of quarter number two. 7 0 KU after 1 from Hubert Jack Stadium. We'll step aside and be back momentarily here on KUR 1670 AM, your home for all things Golden Bears
14: football. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there.
15: You could say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You could ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Whatever,
16: whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever
15: gets you talking. You could chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you
14: talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation.
11: You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KURA Kutztown. 7-0 Golden Bears over the
1: Bald Eagles after one quarter here from Hubert Jack Stadium. Great first quarter for Kutztown. Eight first downs for them, to just one for Lockhaven. But a good drive ensuing for the Bald Eagles. As they face second and five from the Golden Bears' 45-yard line. Sanchez looks a throw, quick out underneath, caught inside the 40, spinning to the 35-yard line there was
20: T.R. Young, the
1: sophomore from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and the Millersville transfer. So from one PSAC school to another, T.R. Young, the top receiver for this Bald Eagles offense this
0: year. And I did get a chance to see him again when Kutztown did play Miller, so he's a force to be reckoned with, and he's showing why here. Also with Lockhaven, and it's important that Kutztown Sanchez looks to throw, dumps it underneath. Nowhere to go there for Chris
1: Hicks. Second down and 10 for the 35. Great job to get out there. In coverage, it was the Golden
0: Bears. A pack of them swarmed Chris Hicks after he caught it. That's a great job by Cam Wolf. We talked about how experienced he is in that secondary. That's a great read. So he realized it's a design playoff option play so best option play excuse me so he sees that it's gonna come to his near side quickly breaks through the line makes a tackle and that's exactly what you need we needed him to step up he's stepping up big time second it like down to 10 uh, Sanchez we're right, gonna throw made, caught the blue
1: around, down, down to the
19: 30
1: Coming off the field as we're trying to get a number who caught that on the far side. So that's Quan Williams. No, I'm sorry, that's De'Aaron Lawrence, the graduate student from Middletown, Connecticut, the Stonehill University transfer, excuse me, Stonehill College transfer. Third down and five from the 30. Great catch from Lawrence on the far side to pick up that five yards. Sanchez. RPO to Hicks, the tight end. Spins out of a tackle. Inside the 25. And pushed out of bounds. At the 21-yard line. Pickup of nine. And a Bald Eagle first down. That's disheartening there. Had a chance to wrap him up right at the line of scrimmage. But just could not get him down.
0: That's one of those situations you just need to simply wrap up. and. That's a learning moment. I, I think you live, you learn. So I, I think you need to quickly correct it, right? All they get is the first down. Thank God they don't get the touchdown, right? So I think that's something they need to look to. And ultimately you only get the first down. You need to correct it right here though. So they'll give Hicks the pickup of 10 there. Another RPO underneath. Caught inside the 15.
1: Flag's gonna be coming down there as they just checked it underneath the Chandler Baker. Most likely going to be a holding. So as we await the call from our referee today, Stephen Keller, looks like it's going to be on Lockhaven as they're starting to move back. There's some deliberation. We're going to quickly use this time to give you some score updates around the conference. Clarion extends their lead, 21-7 to over Edinburgh. Shepard off to a red-hot start at home, 31-7 to in that big-time matchup out west. Between Slippery Rock and Cal U, Slippery Rock has the lead
19: 7-6.
0: It sounds like it's an illegal touching. Legal touching. Also down.
1: second down and 15, five-yard penalty with the illegal touching. It is a loss of down. Baker was the first to touch it, stepped out of bounds. You cannot be the first offensive player to touch the football.
19: Once you step out of bounds, you have to get it to somebody else. Second down and 15.
1: Sanchez takes a snap. Looks to throw, he's got time. Over the middle, tipped him into the air and incomplete. Cam Wolf was there on the coverage, a great play to get in there and batted away, but almost another scary situation for Sanchez in this Bald Eagle offense. Could have been intercepted, but fluttered harmlessly incomplete onto the turf. Sets up a long third down and 15 for the Bald Eagles in the early stages of this second quarter.
0: When that ball stays up in the air, that is a recipe for disaster. And three Golden Bears in coverage, you know that is gonna be bad to say the least. And when you're looking for the defender, I don't think you're necessarily looking for the ball. So I don't blame that on anyone really. But Four wide receivers on the field. Sanchez, halfbacks for to Collier.
1: To the 25, inside the 20, wrapped up. A up. 20, 10,
19: 10, 10, 10, 10. At the 18 yard line, Pickup of seven.
1: Sets that's a fourth down and eight, and the Bald Eagles will come out to try to attempt a field goal. Here is Brett Zachman. 35-yard attempt,
0: Jack. And with it, dare I mention with it being pretty windy, I would say wind is going in the direction of the kick.
1: Wind has picked up. Snap good, hold good, kick is on the way. It is up and through for Zachman, and the Bald Eagles on the board. They make it seven to three, with 11.06 to go in the second quarter. We'll step
12: aside here on KUR. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking.
13: Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. In the forest, near the side of the road.
12: No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live.
13: This was no ordinary bear.
12: No ordinary bear?
13: One second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me
12: guess, Smokey had a tip for you. He
13: did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a
12: smart bear. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented.
13: That's what Smokey said. I had no idea.
12: That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at smokybear.com. Only the second
1: quarter. Here at Huber Jack Stadium, Kutztown leads Lockhaven by a score of 7-3. to The kicker, Brett Zachman, for the Bald Eagles just drilled the 35-yard field goal to get Lockhaven their first points of the afternoon. So Zachman back out onto the field to boot it away. Sincere Thomas and Curtis Rabineau Jr. Back as the two return men here for the Golden Bears. As they get set for their first possession of the second quarter. booted away into the end zone. And through for a touchback. The offense out to start at the 25-yard line. We're going to take a look at some first quarter stats here for KU offensively. Davis on the ground. Five carries for 27 yards with a long of 15. That's 5.4 a carry. Judd Novak. Early and often with those design quarterback runs, he has six carries of his own for 14 yards. Long of eight, so Lockheed and evens good job bottling that up. Husser, the most involved with yardage. Two catches for 27 yards.
19: Long of 22 on that catch and run on their touchdown drive. First and ten for the 25. Novak takes a snap, hands it off.
1: Daryl Davis-McNeil fights his way to the 29, pick up a four, second down and six. Just the second carry of the day for Darrell Davis-McNeil. And there was a positive yardage game, but there is an injured bald eagle down on the field. As they will look to him, we're going to step aside here with a 10.54 to go
21: in the second quarter. Your score remains 7-3, KU. Hi, this is Officer Bob Bickham from the Reading Police Department. My department will be joining in nighttime operations to enforce Pennsylvania's seatbelt law and crackdown on impaired drivers. These types of crashes contribute to hundreds of injuries and fatalities each year. Remember your seatbelt is your first line of defense against impaired drivers. Click it or ticket day and night, two tickets, two fines.
11: You're listening to Golden Bear football coverage all season long right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, KUR Kutztown.
1: Justin Anderson, the injured bald eagle on the play. He is up. He's walking off the field under his own power. Always a good sign as he's now on the bench area. Looks like he's heading towards the medical tent here on the near side. Second down and six on their own 29 though for Kutztown. Hope the best for Justin Anderson. Quick screen, Robin Hill on across the 30, 35, and he will get out of bounds
19: at the 36 yard line. Good enough for
0: the first, and it's about momentum, right? So they're creating momentum right here with that quick first down. So the last drive didn't end the way he wanted it to. Could have easily turned into points with that drop pass right around the 50. Not ideal, but you're gaining momentum right here. So I think Jed Novak at this point wants to air it out.
1: Kasir henry knocked Ravenel out of bounds on that last play. The Anna Maria College Chancellor following his coach. Daryl Davis McNeil across the 40, 45, 50, inside the 45 of Rockhaven. And they will rule him out of bounds, pardon me, at the 45, a solid run for Daryl Davis McNeil.
0: exactly what you want right there so coming back after weeks off I'm gonna assume maybe due to injury maybe another reason but it's exactly what you want he's one of those leaders on the offense right and exactly what you want we talked about how the run offense for down is so effective so powerful and they're just keeping the chains moving at this point. point first and 10
1: from the 45 handoff to Jane Stewart and he will be knocked down at the 40-yard line. Pick up a five on first down. First we're seeing of Stewart here this afternoon.
19: Just over nine minutes
1: to play here in the first half. 7-3 KU methodically working their way down the field and churning off time here in the second quarter.
0: That's exactly what we want at this point because At the end of the day, you have to kick it away to start that second half, dare I look ahead, but something you need to keep in the back of your mind. You need to turn off time and not let enough time for Lockheed to get any more points on the board and get another score as well. Second and five. They're going to go with a jet
1: sweep handoff to Gibson. Slips his way inside the 35 to the 30. And he's all the way down to the 27-yard line, pickup of 13, and good for another Golden Bears first down. Makai Gibson, such a lethal weapon, doing it through the air, and he can especially do it on
0: the ground, just give him some space,
1: and he can really make
0: things happen. And all he needed was an inch of daylight. He made it a sunshine, to say the least. A great run on that play, and exactly what you need, to say the least.
1: Big plays on this drive. Daryl Davis-McNeil had that 19-yard run to get him down to the lockhaven 45, and he saw there a 13-yard run for Makai Gibson. Empty backfield. Novak looking to throw. Steps up, and he stepped up into a sack.
20: Daryl Pollard
1: with the corner blitz gets home and gets to Novak. You step up as a young quarterback, and he stepped up right into the sack. Backs him up
19: the 35-yard line. Loss of eight makes it second down and 18.
0: And at that point, thank goodness for the forward progress because he could have easily been backed up to the 40-yard line. So now you got to reset here. Now you need to air it out big time.
19: Second and 18. Looking to throw,
1: quick out for hasty, miscommunication there, not on the same page for the quarterback and the receiver. And now it's a long third and 18 with 7.03 to go in the second quarter. What looked like it could be another good drive in the making, first down and 10 at the 27, but a sack
16: sets themselves back.
1: And now it's a third and long. Already had a third and 18 today earlier on. Now faced with another third and long. Again, one of my keys to the game, Josh, convert on third down on offense but also put yourself in favorable third-down
0: situations. Not really doing that so far as KU. And it's just every time they get and some momentum, Lockman just always has a, a, an answer for it, and that comes in the form of either a sack, Novak looks to throw, dumps it underneath to Jane Stewart.
1: Inside the 30 to the 25, and he will be dumped down at the 24, catch and run of 11.
19: Puts yourself in
1: field goal range for Dawson Evans. Bring a fourth down. Possible field goal range, but the offense looks like they're going to stay out on the field. Here for Jim Clemens. he'll roll the dice with just under seven minutes to go here in this first half. Fourth and seven from the 24. Clemens says, forget settling for three. I'm
0: going all in on this drive
19: and trying to keep it going with my offense on the field.
0: And... A big test for Jed Novak early on. Can he, can he convert? Novak, looks to the throw, they send the heat. Incomplete on the far side.
1: And it's a turnover on downs. Trevor Moore, the intended target
20: on the play.
1: And the Bald Eagles defense gets a stand. Six eleven 11 to go in the second quarter. Bald Eagles will take over when we come back here on KUR.
14: If you worry your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there.
15: You can say how are you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you can write him a letter. Whatever,
16: whatever, whatever gets you talking about.
15: Whatever, whatever you you chat on the game Kick off your flip
1: First and 10 from their own 24-yard line After the turnover on downs Collier takes the handoff Out across the to 25 to the 30 Down to the 35 A flag flies
19: After an 11-yard run from Collier and It's more than likely coming back
1: I'll wait for, you for the official call from Stephen Keller.
18: Blind side oh blind so it's called a blindside side
1: block.
0: block. It's a 15 yard penalty. And all you gotta say at this point is their head coach, Coach Maloney, is not happy. Uh, that's a
1: 10 yard penalty. Sets him back from the 36 first to the 26.
19: Side. And that is a flag from the end of the run, so it's going to make it a first and nine.
0: Hey, Kutsad gets the early break. Not ideal for Octavia, but a uh, quick break for the Golden Bears
19: six minutes to play in the first
0: half and a
1: tough battle, seven to three, town ahead. Sanchez takes a snap, delayed handoff for Collier. Out across the 25, fights his way. Just shy of the 30 to the 29. So that was at the 21, pardon me. Not the 26 is where they started for the confusion. So it's a pickup of nine. Makes it second down and
0: four. And they'll say he got to the 30. You just need to stop here for your Golden Bears defense.
1: Low snap, right back to Collier, up the middle to the 35. It's going to be good for a first down and more, and fighting his way to the 40, pickup of 10, and a ball to eagle first down. So you see Collier over the course of this first half starting to get more comfortable as we are now under five minutes to go
19: here in the second quarter
0: and they're starting to get into rhythm, Jack, late in this first half. And you need to, at some point, stop the momentum. If you're cut Kutztown, you need to make a, a, a big stop here and almost leave yourself with some time on the clock. So the Backup
1: Two. running back, Mr. Hogue, now into the game, the Alabama transfer. Delayed handoff going to the outside, cuts up. He is gonna be wrapped up, fighting forward. He'll get to the 45, a pickup of five. A couple of marquee division one transfers in this Lockhaven team, Josh. Mr. Hogue, the Alabama Crimson Tide transfer on the offensive end of the ball as the backup running back. And the star linebacker, Cody Romano, the Penn State transfer on the defensive side of the ball. Some big time
0: playmakers transferring into Lockhaven from some big time Division I schools. Yeah, we talked about how they're kind of in that re- Lockhaven is kind of in that rebuilding phase and they're doing a great job.
1: Second and five for their
19: own 45. Back to Hogue. He'll get a yard and get hit
1: hard out of bounds and the flag's gonna fly. Justin Harris. That's gonna be an unsportsmanlike conduct there after he bumped Hogue out of bounds hard, sent him flying, walked up and stood over him. An unnecessary play and something you don't really expect puts down such a disciplined team, they don't take those kind of penalties often.
0: It's about how you set the tone, Jack. You need to set the tone early. You can't let them do that. You, you just and that's can't. Not only. I mean, anytime you take it, it's not a
1: good penalty, but especially there, they would have set up third down and six, chance for your defense to go off the field and give the offense ample time to work with if they could have got the football back. But now with the 15-yard penalty, that's going to put Lockhaven down inside the Kutztown 40 at the 39-yard line. Not a smart play from Justin Harris, and that's not something you would expect from one of your you know, more experienced players on this defensive side, the red-shirt senior Harris. Uncharacteristic
0: for him. Definitely disabled. It gives Lock Haven some new life on this drive.
19: To the outside, it's Collier. He is going to be
18: bottled up
1: for a loss. Loss of two back to the 41. Second and 12 for the Bald Eagles as the clock continues to run nearing the three minute mark.
0: And at this point, You need to conserve as much time as possible, but you can't let Lock even see the scoreboard at all. You can't let them get in field goal range. You definitely cannot let them see the end zone. At this point, you just need to almost conserve the time, but at some point as well, you need to make sure that they don't see the end zone as well.
1: Second down and 12, Sanchez in the gun gives it off to Collier bouncing to the outside on the right Cam Wolf in pursuit wraps him up for a loss a three yard loss, third down and 15 great job from Kutztown to make these adjustments on these drives and adjust to those delayed handoffs great job by the linebackers on the last two plays quickly getting to the outside and bottling up the ball carrier Chris Collier it's now a third down and long for Lock Haven
0: and that momentum that they just built has quickly been killed and that is exactly what you want, so we saw Cam Wolf On that far side, that big linebacker, we talked about one of the biggest leaders on the defense, flying off that corner, and he read Chris Collier perfectly. He knew it was going to come to his side, so he knew he had to stay home. And it's all about how he replaced, he read that perfectly. Third and 15,
1: Sanchez looks to throw, steps up, deep shot, miscommunication, nobody was there. Incomplete, fourth down and 15. With 1.58 to go, Zachman and the punt team onto the field, and Kutztown will get the football back with an opportunity to tack on late at half number one. Adjustments were were made. The the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty doesn't come back to hurt the Golden Bears. A couple of run-stuffing plays, two tackles for loss in a row. Loss of two, loss of three, made a third and 15. Incomplete on the deep shot from Sanchez, but no receiver even close to the vicinity of where that football ended up, down inside the 10. Lloyd, the return man, set up at the 10-yard line. Zachman punting from his own 45. Lloyd just going to let it bounce out of bounds. Spotted.
19: This looks like be closer to the 30-yard line
1: at the 27 yard line a short punt for zachman and considering from where that punt was booted away from some good starting field position here for the golden bears with 152 to go in the first
7: half just at this point you, you need to get
0: some points on the board even if it's three I'll, I'll take that over seven i'll take anything at this point but you need to air it out you need to get more comfortable in that pocket and at this point, you need to create something that will take you into the half and that will turn over into the second half at this point. Quick two, quick two minute drill. Four receivers on the field, two to his left, two to
1: his right. Novak takes the snap. Throws off the hands of Ravenel and incomplete. Second down and 10.
19: First just a quick hitch
1: route over the middle in the slot there for Ravenel. Just off, of off the fingertips and incomplete. And for Ravenel, that's one that Does you that want back. That, that was a catchable ball right in his hands, just unable to reel back. it in. Just a quick teachable moment. You need to make a quick correction. You can't look back on it. This is a game, Josh, where you can never stop learning. Always moments to grow and get better as a player. Second and ten. Novak looks to throw. Going to pull it underneath. Just gets out of danger and throws it away. The pocket collapsed. Thought he might be going down, but Novak gets out of danger and does a good job to just throw that away. But now third and ten
0: quickly. Here for Kutztown. this point. Whatever it takes, you need to get that first. Whatever it takes, even if it's a run, you have two timeouts to spare. You can't take the timeouts home with you, so you have to use them.
1: Ravenel Jr., the lone man, was left. Three receivers to Novak's right. Fires over the middle. Incomplete. Was looking for Makai Gibson. A three and out for KU. Malone and the punt team onto the field with 139 to go in the first half.
19: An injured bald eagle. There's Davian Vernon.
1: The sophomore defensive back, the Florence, New Jersey native, and the New Jersey high school powerhouse Bergen Catholic product. Vernon able
15: to make his way off the field.
19: It'll be Chandler Baker. The punt returner.
1: Lined up inside of his own 35. Set up at the 32 as he awaits Millard's punt. Disheartening drive for KU here. Three plays, zero yards, and you have to boot it right back to Lockhaven and put your defense back out on the field late in this first half. Lockhaven, important note, set to receive the second half kickoff. Great punt from Millard. Baker will take it to his own 23, and he will be wrapped up, nowhere to go. Great punt coverage there from the Golden Bears, and the Bald Eagles will set up shop at their own 23 yard line with 90 seconds to go in the first half. Josh. Big drive for both teams. Lockheaven, a chance that they can move the ball quickly to take the lead going into the break. And for KU, trying to just survive and hold on to this lead in their clutches going into the break.
0: At this point, they just need to make a stop. You have no time to even put together a drive if you do get the ball back for quicksand. So it's all about can you make a stop? Can you shut down Danny Sanchez and company? And there's no other option. You can't let Lockheaven put any points on the board. Well, we'll
1: see what the graduate student quarterback, Danny Sanchez, the Bronx, New York native, and the Stony Brook transfer from the division one FCS level can do on this drive. Flutters underneath on a halfback screen to Collier out across the 25, and it'll be wrapped up at the 27, Pickup of three. Time continues to run off, 1.15 and counting, both teams down to two timeouts. As both teams used one in the first quarter. Sanchez looks to throw,
19: incomplete onto the KU
1: sideline. Lloyd was looking to jump in and pick it off, just unable to get there. Apparently they spotted at the 28, so it was a four yard pickup for Collier on that halfback screen. Third down and six with 1.03 to go in this first half here from Hubert Jack Stadium. On the campus of Lock Haven University. Wanted to just take this time and thank you for choosing to spend your Saturday afternoon with us here on KUR 1670 AM. Your own for all things Golden Bears football. Big third down and six coming up. Bald Eagles two for five on third downs today. Collier trying to fight his way forward. Nowhere to go.
20: He'll get a yard of the 29.
1: And with 52 seconds to go in the first half, Jim Clements will call his second timeout preserve some time and give his offense some room to work with.
19: So they'll say it was
18: a two-yard gain for Collier. Made it a fourth and fourth.
0: And at this point, Jack, you just need to need, uh, <laughs> you need to get some offense going you need to get some momentum to almost make it look like that this half of football wasn't just a one drive well, well, the way this
1: first half has been going, yardage and points have been tough to come by, both of these defenses have come to play in these first 29 plus minutes 29 minutes and 8 seconds Zachman back to boot it away Almost blocked, Lloyd going to step up field it from the 34, dances his way across the 35, down to the 39. And that's where Novak and the Golden Bears offense will take over with 44 seconds and one timeout to go in the first half. A 7-3 lead for the Golden Bears in this hard-fought defensive battle. Again, this kind of game script that Kutztown has found themselves in over the past couple weeks, despite a 24-3 win, at Bloomsburg, they were up at the half in that game, 17 to nothing. And then the rest of the way for the final 30 minutes, it was few and far between for offensive, successful offensive drives and points, pardon me. And then last week's game, nine to six, and it took an overtime touchdown to get the first touchdown of the day between Shippensburg and Kutztown. So this similar type of dogfight style, hard fought in physical games. They've been accustomed to this, nothing new to them. Novak flushed out to the right. Got his, he us just has to throw it away incomplete with 38 seconds to go. Great job from Novak just to get it off. Looking for
18: a possible intentional grounding
1: call there on Novak. Was the Lockhaven faithful? They won't get it. Second and ten. 39-yard line, 38 seconds to go, one timeout.
19: Goodstown has not gained a yard in their last four plays from scrimmage.
1: Portnone with under two minutes to go in the half. The clock does stop after a first down so they can set the chains, but then it will continue.
19: Novak flushed out right, keeping his eyes downfield. Throws. Incomplete.
1: Sincere Thomas, the intended target there, so third down and ten upcoming for the Golden Bears.
0: It's been tough sledding these last two drives, Josh. They are struggling, to say the least. They cannot find a yard at all. And if, if they can't even get a yard here, what does that say in two drives? You can't get a single yard. What does that say about your offense? I, I
1: so Lockhaven will call their second time out of the half. And with that timeout, we're going to step, a th- step aside. Excuse me. Thirty seconds to go in half number one, 73 KU.
6: Wildfires burn millions of acres each year, and each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone.
18: A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself but you can do something firefighters can't you can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire you can reduce the risk do your part go to fireadaptive.org 30 seconds to go here in
1: the first half here at Hubert-Jack Stadium here at Lockhaven University, seven to three, Kutztown has the edge, third and 10. Novak looks to throw, steps up, fires over the middle, caught by Ravenel, right dances right out of a tackle across the midfield, ball. and it'll be wrapped up down at the 46 yard line of Haven with 22 seconds in counting, and with Kutztown here, only one timeout, you gotta move.
19: 20 seconds in counting.
1: Down to 17,
19: miss snapped. Picked up
1: by Davis inside the 45. Dancing out of tackles to the 40. Getting to the outside. 35. And he'll get out of bounds at the 32-yard line with 7 seconds left. A great job by Jordan Davis to turn what looked like a disaster with a mishandled snap. A loose ball. But Davis picks it up. Shakes and bakes. misses, Makes a couple of Bald Eagles defenders miss. Pick up
19: of 13
1: yards down to the 33. What a great play to get the first down, but with seven seconds and one timeout. I you With a quick out to get them closer to field goal range, you just try to take
0: a couple shots to the end zone. I like real tight play right there by Jordan Davis. We thought it was going to be a disaster, but Novak looks to throw. Checks it down. Davis caught.
1: And a timeout taken by Kutztown with one second left in the half. So they get one shot at the end zone from the 30-yard line. There was a pickup of three from Davis. On that check down. So second and seven from the 30. Will they go for the end zone or try the long field goal? Jim Clements has a decision here for Goodstown on the final play of the first half.
0: I think at this point, the biggest question is, is that manageable for Dawson Evans? Or do do you have that one final play to give you six on the board? It's the biggest question here of the first half.
1: So we'll see what Coach Clements elects to do. Last week, Evans was one of two on-field goal attempts. Missed one from 27 yards a week ago. So we'll see if Clemens decides to put some faith in his kicker. Or will he elect to go the Hail Mary route and just take a shot to the end zone. And hope something magical transpires. A couple of great plays on this drive. Curtis Ravenel Jr. over the middle. A 15-yard catch and run put them down at the ball. The Eagles 46. And making a couple of defenders miss on that one. And then the Jordan Davis play with just a mishandled snap. A bad snap that went off the left hand of Novak. Picked up. Made another couple of defenders miss to get 12 to the 33. Three-yard catch for Davis to the 30. Second and seven. Novak looks to throw. Flushed out right. Flutters it to the end zone. It is intercepted
19: in the end zone
1: Picked off by Raymel Hester, the sophomore from Cleveland, Ohio, on the final play of the first half. Here's are at halftime from Hubert Jack Stadium, Kutztown 7, Lock Haven 3. We'll step aside and we'll, we will be back with our halftime report here on KUR 1670
3: AM. It's hard for me to talk about, but I remember I was late for work and I was speeding. Then I saw the car and... I hit the car, and at that point, I just remember everything in slow motion, the car wrapping around me. And I kept thinking to myself, this is it. I'm going to die. Instead, I'm in the hospital. I'm going home tomorrow. But the hardest part with all of this is with Andy. He doesn't look me in the eye anymore. He just kind of pats me on the hand. He probably knows that I know he's going to leave me, and um, I can see that in his face just as clearly as I can see what I've done to mine.
5: Speeding gets you nowhere, fast. A public service message brought to you by this station and the U.S. Department of Transportation.
6: Before, addiction and depression kept me from living my life. Now, every step I take in recovery benefits everyone. There are many options that make the road to recovery more accessible. It begins with the first step. Join the Voices for Recovery. For information and treatment referral for you or someone you love, call 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human
10: Services. Do
7: you see that doggy in the shelter? Hi, I'm Buddy, the adorable puppy you adopted from the Humane Society. Meow, I'm Whiskers, a fluffy kitty, just waiting for someone to love me.
8: When you adopt a pet, we hope your new furry friend will become a cherished member of your family. And as Buddy and Whiskers will tell you, the key to success is following the rules to love by.
7: Well, that's right. Please give me food, water, and exercise every day. To stay healthy, I need the same kind of things you need. Talk to me. I like hearing your voice. You're my best friend. Please don't stay mad at me or lock me up as punishment. Remember, I'm probably going to live 10 to 15 years, so take care of me when I get old. One day you'll need someone to take care of you too.
8: A message from the Montgomery County Humane Society. Visit www.mchumane.org for the complete rules to love by be
9: your best friend for life.
2: Recycle. I mean, we can just find another planet for your kids to live on, you know?
9: Noted non-recycler Tommy
5: Crenshaw talks about the future.
2: Oh, I can totally see finding another planet that can support life when ours fills up with trash. As an alternative to recycling? Yeah, an alternative. So, we like don't have to do it. Recycling. There are lots of planets. Finding one is just a
10: matter of time. Many people say that recycling is pretty simple and convenient. A matter of keeping select items out of the trash. A lot simpler than finding a new planet, Tommy.
2: Come on! There's a bunch of planets out there!
10: Would you recycle on this new planet, Tommy? Or just use it up and throw it away too?
2: I... I really don't have a clue.
8: Log on to YouGottaBeKidding.org and learn about all the ways you can recycle. Unless you're into lame excuses like Tommy's.
2: Hey, recycling's just not my thing. Starting over on a new planet? Now that's exciting!
8: Don't be that guy. Unless you want people looking at you funny. Log on to yougottobekidding.org.
17: Hi, I'm Brett Michaels for the American Diabetes Association. Diabetes is a constant battle: testing, treating, fighting to live a normal life. I know. I've had diabetes since I was six years old. A lot of people don't think it's deadly, but diabetes kills more Americans each year than breast cancer and AIDS combined. It's been called a silent epidemic and without your help, it will keep getting worse. Please join me in the movement to stop diabetes. Share your passion and your story. Get involved in local events like the Tour to Cure or the Step Out Walk. Learn how you can better manage this disease or reduce your odds of developing it. And give what you can to help us spread the word and fund programs like the Diabetes Camps for Kids and research to find a cure. Join the movement at StopDiabetes.com. Help us fight a deadly disease that shortens and burdens the lives of millions of Americans. Together, we can stop diabetes.
5: More than 100 million animals are illegally killed each year. Poaching is a major threat to our country's wildlife. But it's just one of the risks animals face. Pervasive and unprecedented destruction of their habitat threatens their very existence, as development encroaches on our nation's remaining open spaces. The best way to protect wildlife is to protect the land on which they live. When we make their land safe and protect it from development, we help keep animals from extinction and defend fragile ecosystems. The Humane Society Wildlife Land Trust works with private landowners to protect wildlife by preserving natural habitats and establishing permanent sanctuaries. Curbing habitat loss is a daunting task, but one that must be undertaken to ensure that wildlife have the wild places they need to survive and thrive in perpetuity. To learn more, call 1-800-729-SAVE, that's 1-800-729-SAVE, or visit wildlifelandtrust.org.
22: Too many women aren't getting the recommended daily amounts of folic acid. I'm Susan Crosby, President of Women in Government, and on behalf of Women in Government, an organization of state policymakers, I'm here to remind you that folic acid is important for all women, and in particular women who may become pregnant. Insufficient folic acid consumption before and during pregnancy can lead to devastating birth defects of the brain and spinal cord called neural tube defects or NTDs. Folic acid is a B vitamin that works to prevent these birth defects only if taken before conception and during early pregnancy. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that women take a vitamin with 400 micrograms of folic acid every day. Studies show that if all women consume the recommended amount of folic acid before and during early pregnancy, up to 70% of NTDs could be prevented. To learn more, please visit womeningovernment.org.
4: In 1966 in Anchorage, Alaska, a talented child was born. He would go on to be one out of only 11 Alaskans to make it to the Major Leagues. The odds of him striking out more than 3,000 hitters? 1 in 33 million. The odds of this pitcher being selected to the Major League Baseball All-Star Game 6 times? 1 in 48 million. The odds of this fastballing philanthropist winning the World Series 3 times? 1 in 3 million. The odds of this man having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 110. Hi, I'm Kurt Schilling. Learn the signs of autism at autismspeaks.org. Autism is getting closer to home. From one in 5,000 only 20 years ago, today one in 110 children are diagnosed. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: This is also a from the Police Department. If you have your wipers on due to inclement weather, you must turn on your headlights. If you don't follow this law, you could be fine. So remember, wipers on, headlights on. It's the law. To learn more about traffic safety, visit JustDrivePA.com. Brought to you by PennDOT and this station.
21: Hi, this is Officer Bob Bickham from the Reading Police Department. My department will be joining in nighttime operations to enforce Pennsylvania's seatbelt law and crack down on impaired drivers. These types of crashes contribute to hundreds of injuries and fatalities each year. Remember your seatbelt is your first line of defense against impaired drivers. Click it or ticket, day and night, two tickets, two
18: fines. I'm Officer Greg Davis with the Exeter Township Police Department. This month, my department will join Buckle Up PA, the PA Traffic Injury Prevention Project, and safety partners across the country to crack down on drivers who do not properly secure young riders in car seats. We will be highlighting the importance of buckling up as well as helping parents and guardians take advantage of safety resources. Law enforcement will be writing tickets to save lives. Please buckle up.
21: My son, Casey, was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding his skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Whether you're on campus or back home on break, strap on a helmet every time you jump on a bike or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life.
12: A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission.
21: The
10: bench at the corner bus stop that little settee by the beauty parlor (coughs) when your lungs can't get much air you don't have the energy to walk far so all over town from the grocery store to the bank lobby you've mapped out places where you can stop and catch your breath who wants to live like that if you have a chronic cough wheezing or often feel short of breath see your doctor and find out if it's COPD With a simple breathing test called spirometry, your doctor can tell you for sure. The sooner you know, the sooner you can start breathing better and living more. Wouldn't it be wonderful to spend more time doing the things you love and less time looking for a bench, settee, or chair? Learn more, breathe better at copd.nhlbi.nih.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
9: stupid with your skin it's the only skin you're in know what's good and bad to do find the right and wrong for you it's time you learn what it's about cause indoor tanning is out uv lamps from a tanning bed they can turn your skin beat red. Wrinkles come from the UV light. And eight spots make you a fight for sight. With UV light, it gets worse. Skin cancer is a wicked curse. Don't be the one that's tanned. Dead. Use your brain, use your head. It's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Change a light bulb? Save some green. Just replace traditional
5: light bulbs with energy-efficient bulbs and fixtures. If you're like most people, 20% of your home electric bills go directly to lighting. Every light we switch to one bearing the government's Energy Star label uses at least two-thirds less energy than older bulbs. Such a light will save more than $30 in energy costs over its lifetime. Brighten your environmental future from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency.
12: I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't
8: go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My
12: doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer but it was caught early and my treatment was successful. I'm glad
15: I got it checked. That probably saved my life.
8: If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the US Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health.
11: You're listening to Golden Bear Football Coverage all season long, right here on the radio voice of Kutztown University, K.U.R. Kutztown.
1: Halftime here from Hubert Jack Stadium. Kutztown leads Lockhaven by a score of 7-3 here at the break. 30 down, 30 to go, K.U. looking. at it. Hang on to their PSAC Eastern Division lead 4-0 in Eastern Division play coming into today. After this, they'll go back home next week for their homecoming game against the incoming Millersville Marauders and then finish out their Eastern Division slate with a rivalry game going down to Westchester in the first week of November. And after that, if everything breaks the way Kutztown hopes, they'll be playing in the PSAC title game.
0: Definitely is looking that way if they can win out. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's you have a have to win out first. You have to win out first. Yeah, uh, but a lot of tough competi- competition coming up. Um, but if everything does line up the way it does, we could be looking at our first, my first, I should say, playoff coverage in my broadcasting career. Yeah, but Jack, definitely a half that we did not expect shall I say 7-3 at the break just a different Golden Bears offense than we're used to and I just it doesn't make sense that's all I got to say it doesn't make sense it doesn't add up
1: it was a wonky first half thing the game started weird second play of the game Tyree Custer coughs it up Lockhaven scoops it up started at their own 32 just two plays into that drive on Danny Sanchez's first pass attempt of the game it was deflected and intercepted by linebacker Cam Wolf returned to the 14-yard line where the Golden Bears are going to put together their best drive of the day 11 plays 86 yards capped off by an 11-yard sincere Thomas touchdown that drive took up six minutes and 47 seconds that was a great drive for KU their lone score of the day but after that the offense really stalled after that their drive results punt turnover on downs punt interception so a rough rough way to end that first half after that touchdown drive got to turn it around here in half number two but when you look at the team stats here 158 total yards for Kutztown on 36 plays comparatively to Lockhaven 95 total yards on 26 plays 13 first downs for Kutztown six for Lockhaven so some clear-cut advantages on the team stats area for Kutztown but they got to do a little bit more with that. Only seven points on the scoreboard
0: at this moment, Josh. You need to turn a lot around, Jack. And what I'm interested to see is how can they transfer what you learned in the first half to the second half. And not only the first half, but also to what you learned from the Shippensburg game, the second half of that Bloomsburg game, and transfer that here to a second half against Lockheed. You need to change something. Something isn't working, and I, I don't know exactly what it is but I have a feeling Jim Clements knows exactly what it is, and hopefully he can turn it around pretty quick. Yeah, looking at it, look, one of my keys to the game coming in was airing
1: it out and let Judd Novak do his thing. Only 85 pass yards and a touchdown. Along with an interception on that Hail Mary play on 8 of 18 passing. That's not good enough to cut it against a team that is not the strongest in the pass game. Lockhaven coming into today allowed 244 pass yards per game last in the PSAC. That was a matchup area where I thought Kutztown could do a really good job taking advantage. Where Lockhaven counteracts that is they're really good at getting to the quarterback in sacks. Defensively, you look at it for Lockhaven, they are. Six in the conference, towards the middle of the pack with 18 sacks, but right there with Kutztown, and we you know, tout their ability to get to the quarterback with 21 sacks coming into the day. Lockhaven has only added on to that. For Kutztown, though, optimistically looking at the first downs, they average just 16 first downs per game. They're already at 13 through the first half, so if they can keep up the offensive success with getting the first downs and getting new sets of downs, it has the possibility to transpire and transfer into more points.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and they had a lot of opportunities to convert points, but just did not capitalize, and let's just say this, the first 30 minutes of football is irrelevant now. At this point, you need to come out like the game is 0-0, and you need to play full throttle. You can't let Lockevick get the upper hand at any point. We talked about how how powerful they really are. We talked about how Chris Collier is a force to be reckoned with, and if he gets momentum, Kutztown is going to be in for a rough thirty minutes of football. And ultimately, if Chris Collier and company do, Chris Collier and Danny Sanchez and company do get in rhythm early, we could be looking at a loss. And josh you mentioned for locking chris collier 11 carries only 38
1: yards that's averaging three and a half per carry kutztown's done a really good job of keeping collier in check they have to continue to do that in the second half and not let him get involved Lockhaven really trying to use all means necessary to get collier involved in the game plan whether it's those halfback screens getting him involved so many different ways as he's such a focal point of this bald eagles offense really interesting to see how they continue to use him in a variety of different areas in the second half we're going to give you some scoring updates around the conference though starting off with clarion and edinburgh in the second half of that one 34 14 clarion holding a strong edge of that one shepherd looking like the shepherd of old this week 59 to 14 an offensive outburst here at home against westchester for them Shippensburg and Millersville, a 10-0 lead for Shippensburg at home at the half. Kutztown will see Millersville next week at Andre Reed Stadium for their homecoming game. And that highly, highly followed Western Division showdown between California University Pennsylvania and Slippery Rock, 14-13. And that one at the break, Slippery Rock has the one-point edge. What a game that is shaping up to be, Josh. Some great games across wow. the conference. 14-7, to last update. East Stroudsburg has the lead against Bloomsburg at home. We will continue to provide live updates around the conference throughout the afternoon, but for Kutztown, 100 minutes to go until the second half is set to get underway. Josh, what's your biggest takeaway from the first half, and, and what does Kutztown have to really do well in the second half to come away with a the win?
0: They need to get the pass, and ga- pass game involved. Quickly and they need to solidify the run game. It, it, defense, I am impressed with, to say the least. I don't think there's anything they need to change on the defensive side of the ball. But rather, they need to get the offense more involved, right? Only a touchdown in a in 30 minutes of play, I, it's not acceptable. It's not going to work against your tougher opponents. And I'm not saying that Lockheaven is isn't a tough opponent. They certainly are. are, They're showing why. They're hanging with a tough Golden Bear team, but you need to get your offense more involved, and it's all going to come down to this next 30 minutes of football, Jack.
1: Yes, it will. Lockhaven getting set to receive the second half kickoff here from Hubert Jack Stadium.
19: So glad to be with
1: you here this afternoon in late October. Pretty good weather day
0: in the mid-50s. You know that it's good fall foliage when the leaves are just falling. and A little a bit of wind gusts. Beautiful scene for The
1: only element affecting and no rain. Line drive, ticket it short. It's going to be fielded at the 34-yard line.
19: Not a lot of air on that Over kickoff
1: from Lord And some good starting field position for the ball of the Eagles
0: in the second half. And it starts with Kutztown's defense. And they had a tremendous first half of football carrying that over from that Shippensburg game, carrying it over from the Williamsburg game past, so we'll two, see. Ga- past two games and and two games and a half not letting their opponents to the end zone. Sanchez,
1: handoff Collier, out across the 35 to the 40 across the 45 and is tripped up at the 47-yard line, pickup of 13, and good for a Bald Eagles first down, a good start to the second half for the Bald Eagles, getting Collier involved early on the first
20: play.
0: So, Chris Collier getting in that rhythm early, you need to shut it down, it's about shutting it down, He, he needs...
19: Sanchez takes a snap they Sanchez a looks to tackle. throw. Far yeah. side, yeah. caught yeah. across yeah. midfield. Yeah. So another
1: wary
0: there on the tackle. So at this point, you're just given, you, you, you give up five yards there on that pass play. You, you, you gave up a, a big first down to Collier. You, you need to make a stop here at this point. They're across midfield. Now they're getting in a rhythm.
1: Handoff to Collier, fights his way down to the Golden Bear 45, pickup of three, sets up third and two. It was Chase Holmes, the Easton, Pennsylvania product there on that first down play for a five yard completion
0: third and short so at, so now you're looking at a 32 right it's important that you get to stop so Chris Collier is getting in that rhythm Danny Sanchez is starting to get more comfortable you need defense to start to take over that battle handoff Collier up the
1: gut we'll see where they spot him Gain of just a yard. He'll be a yard shy of the first down marker.
0: And coach, M- coach Mulrudey wants to roll the dice. Worst fourth down in offense in the, in the conference, and now. Now it's important Danimo to see can can Kutstown's defense hold strong. Gonna take the
1: chance. Fourth and one. Collier on the ground. Looked like he got enough, and he will. Two yard gain for Collier down to the 42 and a new set of downs
0: for Lock Collier getting the job done. Just fifth fourth down
19: conversion. And now at this
0: point, Collier getting in that rhythm. Getting off the field now, so it's going to be Mr. Higg that does get the call, the backup running back. Alabama transfer. So now they're at the spot they want to be. And it cuts down now,
1: first and 10 of the 42. Underneath it's Holmes to the 35. He'll get bumped backwards, but forward progress keeps it the 35. Pickup of seven, second and three for the Bald Eagles as this first drive of the second half.
19: Continues to look good
1: for Lockhaven. It started with that opening kickoff. A line drive kick that had got really no air to it. It was deflected by an up man for Lockhaven, Pounced on at their own 34-yard line. Gave them good starting the field position. And they've taken that and run with it. Second and four from the 36. So they will back it up a yard.
19: Play action. Underneath the tight end Hicks. Inside the 35. Fights his way towards the 30-yard line. They will... For that first Four down, Williams put first in an down. Give Chris down. Hicks the tight end the 30-yard
1: line. Pickup of six
0: and a bold Eagle first down. This is a drive they were looking for, Jack. Just to march right down the field. Exactly what they wanted. Exactly what they ordered. And now the real test is, the real question I should say is, can Coach down defense bend or break? Already four minutes gone in this third quarter.
19: Bald eagles down four, seven to snap. They have to hurry.
1: Down to five in on the, the play clock.
19: Three to snap. T.R. Again. Young, They'll the motion man. Sanchez, 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 Sanchez looks to throw steps up.
1: towards the end zone. It is incomplete.
19: C.J. Brown in coverage.
1: Great job to swat that one down.
0: And down. we've talked about the leadership of the Kutztown's defense. It looks like he was shaking up on that
19: play.
1: It was Chase Holmes, the intended target.
19: Second down and 10.
1: So all underneath this whole drive, but... Coach Mulroney elects to roll the dice, take a shot to the end zone on first down with Sanchez. It was a good throw, just batted away.
19: Marquise Perry, the sophomore
1: from East Orange, New Jersey, the intended receiver on that second down play. Incomplete on the tunnel screen to the wide receiver. Third down and 10. So after a solid start to the drive for the Bald Eagles, a couple of incomplete passes for Danny Sanchez puts the Bald Eagles in third and long situation.
19: Sack in defending
0: the third down. They have allowed third down conversions just 31% of the time and this year. And this is the spot Kutztown wants to be at Third and 10. 10. They're Sanchez really strong at Sanchez this part run. of the game, Jack. Sanchez and Sanchez steps up, and he's gonna get dropped.
19: Gonna get dropped. Uh, it
1: was Freddy Redder. The redshirt freshman from Quakertown, Pennsylvania. The first to hit Sanchez, a
0: big time sack. Backs him up six yards to the 36 yard line.
1: And the offense staying out on the field right now.
19: 20 seconds
1: on the play clock and it looks like Coach Mulrooney here the second year. Head coach for lock Haven gonna roll the dice early in this second half. Keep Sanchez and the offense out on the field. Fourth and 16, five on the play clock. And this Look is at the sideline, down to three. Got to get it off, just get it off. Play action. Sanchez feeling the heat. Over the middle, tipped. It is incomplete. A turnover on downs. Perry and Holmes, the two receivers in the vicinity of that ball. Great coverage by the Golden Bears secondary to break it up they get the stand josh they bent but they didn't break a sack from freddie redder set up a fourth and long a turnover on downs on the first drive of the second half that took off five minutes and 37 seconds 9:23 to go in the third quarter and we'll see what this golden bears offense looks like for the first time in the second half led by the redshirt freshman quarterback judd novak
0: so it's important to see how can judd novak respond right we talked about that in the halftime report can he bend or does he break
19: Davis Into the 35 and out of the 40
1: pick up a 4 second and 6 for KU Davis, the most utilized rusher in that first half, had six carries for 40 yards, along of 15, picked up five there, they'll get him across the 40 to the 41, so two tailbacks in the game now, it's Daryl Davis-McNeil to Novak's left, and Jordan Davis to his right. Ravenel, the lone receiver on the near side, Davis will motion out to the outside.
19: Novak in the gun to his left.
1: Five on the play clock, snap off, fake the handoff, throws it caught. That's Jordan Davis across midfield inside the 45, still going down the sideline inside the 40 to the Bald Eagle 39-yard line a Golden Bears first down. And within just two plays, they're in Bald Eagle territory. These offenses look a lot more free-flowing in their first drives of the second half.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the conversations were like in the halftime discussions. I'm going to assume probably not too good, but whatever the coach has said, Coach Wolverine and Coach Clements, they're working, because both offenses are looking stellar, to say the least. stand's defense looks strong. stand is at the position they want to be.
1: On the ground, Darryl Davis-McNeil fights his way forward, wrapped up there by Cody Romano, pickup of two down to the 37.
0: So at this point, the run it's not looking like it's working as much as the pass. So I want to see Jen Novak air it out even more. I want him to make the secondary for Lockhaven uncomfortable. I want them to make him to make plays that really challenge Lockhaven's defense and really highlight their weaknesses, to say the least.
1: I want to go back to that. Davis plays a 20-yard catch and run. no back on the design. Quarterback run to the outside. Cuts it up. Gets to the 35-yard line. He'll be bottled up there. It was a one-yard gain on first down for Dale Davis-McNeil. So a three-yard pickup to the 35. Sets up third down and six with just over seven minutes to play in this fast-moving third quarter.
0: And at this point, this is not field goal territory, so they need to convert here. They Because if they, it, it looks like at this point, it's if they don't convert, they're going to go for it on fourth down, and that hasn't been working. They haven't converted once yet on fourth down today, so they need to convert here.
1: Three for six on third down conversions, 50% for the Golden Bears. Four wide receivers on the field, two to his right, two to his left. Hand up at the middle, Daryl Davis McNeil will fight his way down, close to the 30, to the 31, pick up a four, sets up a fourth down and short. But that run, Darryl Davis, will over 300 rushing yards on the season. So fourth down and two from the 31 of the Bald Eagles. And at this point, whatever it takes, we need to get two yards. Puts down 0 for 1 on fourth down conversions today. 12 on the play clock, under six minutes to go in the third quarter. Head coach Jim Clements keeping the offense on the field in no man's land at the 31. (laughs) Fourth and two, handoff. Darryl News McNeil fights his way forward. Needed to get to the 29. They will
19: spot him at the 29, but was it enough? Was it past
1: the line to gain? And this might need a measurement. It was so, ever so close. He got exactly the two yards. But it all depends on the spot. Lockheaven signaling that they
19: It'll be an official
20: timeout. Gonna
19: spot stopped them. them. They spotted
1: a little bit shy of that 29-yard line. And now we are going to get that measurement that Josh alluded to. With 5.42 to go in the third quarter, it was an
19: official's timeout.
0: Biggest question of the game. Was it enough? And it was just shy. Just shy of the line to
1: gain a turnover on downs. And the Bald Eagles defense stands tall on fourth down once again. And that'll put Danny Sanchez and the Bald Eagle offense back out on the field. Darryl Davis McNeil short of line to gain by just mere inches there, Josh.
0: Not even an inch by a hair. Just missed it. And a tough break for the Golden Bears and Lockhaven has the momentum back in their favor. Sanchez in the gun. to his
19: right Collier. Two receivers set. Young motions right
1: to left. TR Young now lined up to the left after the motion. Sanchez takes a snap. Outside handoff to Collier. Gets his way across the thirty, but wrapped up. A big hit from Brandon
19: Heil.
0: Great job at that linebacker mm-hmm. position. And we talked about how that. Talked about how that secondary is just so effective, and stepping up big time. Brandon Heil on the play talked about the youngest on the defense and he's stepping up big time
1: right back to collier out across the 35 will plunge his way forward and he will be spun down at the 39 yard line pick up a five third and
11: one here for the bald eagles
19: now it's a third down. You have to call third and inches less than Sanchez in the sun. The sun beginning to shine. Here third down and one. Back to, to Collier. To Collier.
1: Up the, the, the gut that it's going to be good enough, enough for a first down a two across two the 40. they will spot him at the two 41. Two-yard two two gain
0: and a new set of
1: downs for the Bald Eagles.
0: And at this point, you need your defense to step up big time, right? four seventeen left to play in the third. Lockeven lock only down by four. And at this point, if you could just keep Lockhaven out of the end zone, and turn it over to your offense, I think you'll be in okay shape, but you need to make a stop here.
1: First and 10 for the own 42. Quick wide receiver screen. Out across midfield to the 45, inside the 40. Wrestled out of bounds. At the 36 yard line there was Marquise Perry.
19: First and 10 now from the Golden Bears' 36-yard line. A big catch and run there. The sophomore wideout. Right back to Perry. He'll be chopped down. Great job by Drew
1: Henzer, the first there on the hit. Justin Harris comes in with some reinforcements there.
0: Just the loss of a yard makes it second and 11. And that's the play you needed that puts a quick pause on the momentum. Now here's the next play that ultimately can possibly put the stop to momentum right here. Sanchez. Looks to throw, over the middle, incomplete.
1: TR Young had it in his hands, just couldn't haul it in and took a big time hit. So that'll set up third down and 11, here for the Bald Eagles.
0: And you got to wonder, do you it's hand like it? You have to air it out here, Josh. Do you, I'm, that was my—that was actually the question. Do I? Do you Another hand it off to Collier or hey Or, head or, head or it's Hage on the field, so and do you forward hand, forward hand, forward hand, forward hand forward it off to him or do you, you hit the air? That's the biggest and question here.
19: Mister Hogue. now seven.
1: quickly motions to the right of Sanchez. Takes a snap, looks to throw, steps up. He is getting dropped, sacked again.
19: Nigel Wilson. By Nigel
1: Wilson. Wilson again, the Red senior the defensive ball. end comes up with the third down sack for the Golden Bears to get the defense off the field once again as Zachman in the punt it onto the field here from the Golden Bears 41 yard line to boot it away and try to pin the Golden Bears deep nearing two minutes to go in this third quarter. Boyd back at his own 10. He's going to let it bounce. That is going to be juggled. Was it saved or was it a touchback? So they're going to down it at the one yard line of what?
19: Or they have going for a conversation. Now the question is, was it for saved? Or it'll be it was one.
1: Well, tossed for back them. to a well,
19: punt coverage. Ball they go to the one yard line, and they will say it's down at the one.
1: A great punt. They are from Brett Zachman. Josh, you mentioned special teams for KU. Special teams
0: coming up big there for Lockhaven in the late stages of the third quarter. Probably one of the biggest plays of the game today so far for Lock And minutes, three, now it's time three, to see, Ken, Ken Judd Novak step up big time? Kenny marched down the field, the 99 nine yards to put six on the board.
19: Novak is under first and 10 from their own
1: first one. They'll just plunge up the middle on a QB sneak, sneak a from Novak. Gets them a little bit more breathing room than they had That's previously. Right,
19: Pickup of just a yard. No second and nine from the two.
0: So at this point, you just need Jordan Hughes to step up big time with a big run here. Novak in the gun. Ravenel out to the left. He takes snap, snap handed off Davis.
19: Nova
1: fights Nova his Nova way across Nova the five. Nova's They'll spot him at the six. A four-yard run.
0: Third down and five for Kutztown. Just need another one of those.
20: <laughs>
0: That's all you need. because at this point you can't air it out you're at your own 6-yard line you can't air it out because that's just recipe for disaster you need Jordan Davis to step up big here you have no other it's you got to get it out quick can't put your
1: quarterback in risk of getting sacked for a safety here under a minute to play in the third quarter
19: Santa Sanisana corner blitz. Novak on the design run. Makes it miss out across the
1: 10. 15, out across the 20, and is spun down at the 24-yard line. A pickup of 19 on the ground for Judd Novak, and a first down for Kutztown. Great play from Judd Novak, realizing that corner blitz was coming off the left side. Just tuck it and run at the middle, and his elusiveness to make a bald eagle defender miss an open space got him some extra yardage. And puts him just shy of the 25. Brilliant play from Novak, a 19-yard scamper
0: to keep the drive alive for the Golden Bears. Needed five, he got nineteen. And we talked about how quick he is on the ground and how how he is not afraid to tuck it and run. Just gets it off. Novak with a shot.
1: Ravineau just overshot him. It was Raymel Hester. The DB who tripped up there and Ravenel was wide open on that deep corner post to the sideline right near midfield, just unable to hook up with his top target on the final play of the third quarter. Three down, one to go from Hubert Jack Stadium. 7-3 cuts down ahead.
14: If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there.
15: You could say how are you or get a fake tattoo You could ask with an app if it works for you You could write him a text or knit him a sweater If you can't be together you could write him a letter Whatever,
16: whatever, whatever gets you talking Whatever, whatever,
15: whatever gets you talking You could chat on the game, kick off your flip flops You could ask on your couch while you binge watch However you do it, you gotta ask a friend And if they don't share, you can ask again Whatever, whatever,
16: whatever gets you talking Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking
14: Reach out to a friend about their mental health Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation
1: 45 minutes down, 15 to go. KU leads seven to three in this hard-fought, physical, gritty battle here from Hubert Jack Stadium on the campus of Wackhaven University. A big time run on a third down and five late in the third quarter by Judd Novak. Kept the drive alive. It's an 18-yard run. Second down and 10. One on one down the near side. It is tipped and incomplete.
19: Victor Hunt. Victor Hunt
1: the sophomore from Bath, Pennsylvania, Northampton area product. Great coverage on the play against Makai Gibson on the outside, and now
0: a third down and 10 for goodstown That was just one of those battles, of a one-on-one battle, great ball thrown by Chud Delvec. It, it was a 50-50 shot, and just did not come up with it. Great defense from Lockhaven, and whatever it takes, you need 10.
19: Kutztown convert another third down on this drive.
20: Novak
1: takes a snap. Looks to throw. Fires down the far side short
20: of his intended target. Ravenel
1: was blanketed in coverage. Not only was covered by the corner but kasir Henry was bearing down trying to undercut that route and possibly it. But incomplete and Kutztown will have to punt it away again. Nate Millard
19: Out to boot it away. Setting up, up to be a great finish
1: here today, Josh. It's been close all day. Punk going to bounce at the 41-yard line and go out of bounds. At the 40. And that's where Danny Sanchez and the Bald Eagle offense will start for their first <laughs> like drive of this Danny fourth quarter. Sanchez, 13 of 22, 90 yards, no touchdowns, one interception today, it has not been a big
0: time pass game for the graduate student quarterback. Oh, wait, Chuck, I, I'm sorry to stop your train of thought. Uh, a flag has found its way at the 45.
19: So this flag was after the play.
1: We're awaiting the call here. I couldn't even imagine. Lock even side. Head coach Dan Mulrooney out on the field, pondering what this flag could be for.
19: This has been a very long conference. The flag didn't come in all about ten, fifteen seconds after the play ended. And now the head referee, today, Stephen Keller, discussing matters with the head coach of the Mulrooney. wait the call? We are.
1: Going to look and try to give you some updated f- scores around the and conference.
19: Again, the conference Still 14-13 in, in the Super Rock and Cal U, Pennsylvania game. 21-10
1: East Stroudsburg over Bloomsburg.
19: Like we'll Steven Keller, the, the so a referee today. Well, flag that's ultimately going to be declined during the play, if you have to assume, by Jim Clements. Substitution violation. Twelve men on the field. They'll call twelve men on the
1: field. Penalty declined. First down. twelve men on the field. Penalty so, declined. Decline. So decline, first down at the forty-yard 40 40 line for the Bald Eagles. and They get all that sorted out.
0: So the most important question now, Jack, is can Chris Collier and Danny Sanchez step up? hand off Collier. Whitesman across the
1: 45 before he's wrapped up at the 46 yard line. Second down and four here
0: for the Bald Eagles. And at this point, Jack, they need to stop. They have no other option. You need to you need to get your offense back on the field.
1: Second and four for the room 46. Sanchez right back to Collier. Bouncing to the outside on the far side across midfield. Fights his way down to the Golden Bears 47 yard line. That's going to be good enough for a Bald Eagle first down. Chris
20: Collier has been a workhorse today. 20 carries on the afternoon. 20 carries,
1: 75 yards, 3.8 a carry all things considered a guy who averaged 113 yards per game coming into the day Goodstown has done a good job to by and large limit his production this guy ran for 253 yards and two touchdowns a week ago against Bloomsburg. did collier we're going to give it to mr Hogue. fights his way towards the 45 and inside the 45 to the 44 a pickup of three for Hogue, the alabama transfer second down and seven
19: Tyler Warey on the tackle. Of the a, I know, maybe get.
1: The of with every seven,
19: play in Josh's fourth, fourth quarter, on on so on here, tight, so tense.
0: You could just tell that there's a certain type of feeling in this fourth quarter.
20: Sanchez tosses it out. Collier spins his
0: way
1: inside the 40. Down to the 38, pickup of six, sets up third and short. That oh, looked like Collier could have had a bit of daylight there, but Goodstown
19: wrapped him up. And didn't let that one
1: break loose for a big run. with the third
19: down and one on the side.
1: Big third down early in the fourth for Lockhaven inside the Golden Bears 40. Two receivers to Sanchez's left. Back to the ground game. Collar inside the 35, gets the first down and Moore. Fights his way to the 34. Four yards and another Bald Eagle first down.
0: And all the momentum is on Lock Haven's side down. For good sense defense, you gotta make a stop here. You can't let them get any points on the board. This late in the game, you have no other option.
19: Ho oh, inside the 30,
1: wrapped up at the 26, pickup of seven in the ground game. Really getting home and hurting this KU defense early in the fourth quarter. So physical up front is this Bald Eagle offensive line, even with the rejuggling with Edward Lee, the starting right guard, out today. They've looked good when it comes to just being consistent and resilient on the ground game. Four minutes down in the fourth quarter, right back to Hogue, fights his way to the 25, and he'll be stopped there. Pickup of two, third
0: and short. This is one of those situations where they're going to give it to Collier. Everyone needs to stay home. They need to make a stop. They could not let him get the first. It, It's at a point in the game now, if he gets the first, they could find the end zone. Kutztown could be looking at the losing side of this game. Third and two from the 25 of Kutztown.
1: Collier in the backfield, Holmes out right. Hicks lined up offset. right back to Collier. Fights his way down to the 20 yard line. Pickup of five and another Bald Eagle first down. The ground game continues.
20: to just make
0: itself known between Collier and Hove. And at this point, they're just playing the small ball.
1: They won. This, that quick- this drive also chewing off time. Already five minutes going in this fourth quarter. Under 10 minutes to play. KU clinging to a 7-3 lead. But the Bald Eagles in the red zone. Sanchez. Sanchez. Right back to Collier, fights his way up the middle. Flag down, no gain for Collier on the play.
0: As Earl Voles, the first to wrap him up, he has Braden Pullman. Looks like going to be a hold on Lockhaven.
20: So
1: that's gonna be Jaden Huntington, the freshman tight end from Randolph, New York, penalized for the holding there. So first and 20 from the 30 yard line, a costly penalty for the ball of the Eagles,
0: puts them behind the chains. Just every time they get some momentum, they always have that penalty. and And with how they just refuse to throw
1: the football on this drive, Getting 20 yards and three plays on the ground, not the easiest thing to do.
19: Hogue going to get blown up in the backfield.
1: Jake Davis in there to blow it up right up the middle, just so quickly got off his block and wrapped up Mr. Hogue. Loss of three. Second and 23 for the Bald Eagles. Under nine receivers. minutes to play. Still 7-3 Kutztown. This drive sure. taking up so much time for Lockhaven. And now they're way behind the change to state. it's a loss of four for second and 24. Two
19: receivers now spread to the far side. Motion left to
1: right is Holmes, Holmes motions from left to right. Sanchez looks to throw. Pressure dumps it underneath to Collier on the halfback screen. Inside the 30. Inside the 25. And he'll be wrapped up at the 24-yard line. Excuse me, to the 23, Pickup of 11. Third down and 13 now for the Bald Eagles. Good chunk play through the air to make it a more manageable third down than what it was.
19: Still a long
1: third down though. Juan
19: Williams has checked in on the far side along with Perry. Three wide receivers on
0: the field. You cannot let Lotka get in the Young, red zone. Quan Williams and Marquise Perry.
1: Sanchez drops back, looks to throw, underneath to Collier, chopped down inside the 20. Great tackle there by Eden Johnson.
0: So a flag down all right, all right, all right. in the backfield, holding on And Now the question is, is coach Jim Clements gonna accept that penalty? What Jim to do on this Would be a fourth down.
1: <laughs> so they're gonna accept the penalty and force it. That was John Minich, the senior from Mansfield, Pennsylvania. The traditional center moving to right guard with the injury to Edward Leak, not playing in today's game.
0: And like I I just mentioned, Jack, every time they get that momentum, it just seems like they never, they always have that penalty that intercepts it. Sanchez looks to
1: throw, third and 23, down the seam, intercepted! It was Cam Wolf who did it again. Second interception of the day for Cam Wolf, the senior from Redding, his second INT of the day, and the Golden Bears defense
0: gets off the field unscathed again. Wow, what a play by Cam Wolf. He drops back, he knows it's gonna be a pass. He rolls back and somehow gets up enough to pick it up. If he didn't pick it up, that probably would have been a touchdown for Lockheed, but somehow, someway, coverage
1: by Cam Wolf to rise up and come down with that football. Second interception of the day for Danny Sanchez, and the Golden Bears will take over at their own 10 with 7.33 to play in this one. Huge turnover, and now can KU just chew some time off? and maybe add on to their lead. Handoff up the, the middle, down to the 13-yard line, pick up of three.
19: Davis
1: Jordan Davis, Davis on, up. The Thomas on the, the, the carry.
19: Second. Second. And this is the
0: part of the game that you need to just get a couple first downs. It doesn't matter how you get the win, you just need to get the win. Somehow, someway. Under seven minutes to play.
1: Second and seven from the 13. Novak, quick throw underneath. Caught it across the 15 to the 20. Out to the 25 is Curtis Ravenel junior we so
0: We'll see, he got across the 25 to the 26. Pickup of 13 and good for a Golden Bears first down. Just keep the chains moving. That's all you need to do. It's just get some momentum. That, that's all it is. Choose some time off the clock. You need one score. That's
19: it. A
1: quick little RPO on that last play. Faked a handoff to Davis. Quick, swing it out to Ravenel on the outside.
19: So a new set of downs after the Ravenel catch and run of 13 yards. Handoff. Across the 25, across the 30. Slung down.
1: The handoff behind the line out of the 32 yard line pickup of six, second and four. Time continues to churn off the clock
0: here. 550 left to play, and this is exactly what they need just take time off the clock, get that first down, move the chains. It's they just need it to be a reoccurring cycle, and until that clock hits zero, that's all they need. And at this point. A score would be really nice. Would put the game away.
1: Handoff. Darrell Davis McNeil up the middle across the 35 to the 36. Pickup of four, just short of the line to gain, sets up a third and inches here with five minutes to play.
19: So there's going to be official official timeout, excuse me, a 508 to go.
0: And the second measurement of the game jack. Bring it out the chains. seeing if he got enough. Now
19: Temporarily stop the clock at 508 on the ref's discretion.
1: We're going to give you a scoring update here from Slippery Rock and Cal U, Pennsylvania. 21-13, Slippery Rock tacks on to their lead. They led 14-13 at the break. The Rock, who currently hold the top spot, tied with Cal U in the PSAC Western Division, have an eight-point lead in the middle stages of that third quarter.
19: Pivotal game out in the Western Division. We're going to get the
1: measurement. Looks like it is just shy. That's two hours of game time here
19: at the stadium of Huber Jack, And now it looks like they're going to potentially give him the first down. There was no discretion. In now, first down. Wh- so they, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I've ever seen this before. They measured it once, they said
0: it was short. So, so it is, looks like they, they measured it a second time just, just hard to hard see now, where they would now, put the, the ref- Football. So it is still a couple I'm of inches never short. I've never seen so that.
1: Short, Two measurements. One wasn't conclusive enough, so they do another one. That football was just a couple of inches shy of the line to game. Novak under center.
19: Quarterback sneak. Plunges forward. It looked like it was good enough
1: for the first down.
19: To potentially negate the no back rush. We'll see
1: you where know they know spot the football.
19: The now, you got to wonder are they going to measure it again. one more time?
0: And that is exactly down. what they're going to do. It is that close. That they need to measure it. The again. chain gang coming back
1: out onto the field. They've been the most active. Yeah, the team. second play in a row. They've been the Many most. Measurements having to be taken today. Usually you don't see this a whole lot. think it's conclusive enough to signal one way or another. But we've been seeing it one way or another. They're going to say it's short. Fourth down and one with 4:32 and counting. The quarterback sneak from Judd Novak. Not enough to get the first down, and Kutztown has a decision to make. Do you punt it away? But since you're so
19: close
1: to that marker, do you roll it the Not even an inch in the field.
0: Not even an inch. It's about a hair, not even. The marker
19: looks to be at the other end of That tells you just how close
1: it is. Big decision here for Jim Clements late in this one offense staying on the field they believe they can get enough push up front to get this first down and keep the drive alive if you turn it over on downs you give lockhaven great starting field position inside your own 40 yard line novak's in the gun davis lineup to his left Ravenel, the lone receiver to his left side getting loud here inside of hubert jack stadium biggest play of the game upcoming If Kutztown converts, they continue to run more time off the clock and put Lock even really back on their heels here. But If they don't get it, the Bald Eagles have a great opportunity. Novak now gonna go under center.
19: Eight seconds. Kutztown appears
1: they're just trying to draw the Bald Eagles off sides here by running off some more time. A timeout taken by Kutztown with 4.07 to go and they will ultimately punt it away. Lockhaven's defense stands tall and Danny Sanchez. And this Bald Eagle offense, it appears, will get another opportunity when Kutztown comes back out. Looking like they're gonna punt it after the timeout. But with 4.07 to go in the fourth quarter, 7-3 K, and we'll
15: step aside for a quick message.
14: If you worry your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there.
15: You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you can write him a letter.
16: Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking.
15: Good chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch.
1: So they're going to keep the offense on the field, contradictory to what we thought. They called the timeout. They might punt it. No, they're going to keep the offense on the field. 4.07 to go. Novak under center. Push him forward. Did he get it? Ball's on the ground, it's scooped up by Lockhaven inside the 15-yard
16: line, unbelievable,
1: the ball came out,
20: Victor Hunt scoops it up, and
1: Lockhaven has it inside the 15 with under four minutes to go. A golden bear is down on the field, it's Jordan Davis. A flag flies near the Cookstown sideline.
19: One, you believe this.
1: Unbelievable, the ball comes out. They pushed him forward. Looked like he had enough to get the first down, but the ball popped free somewhere in that pile. Hunt scoops it up, runs it back all the way inside the 15 at the 13-yard line with 3.58 to go a penalty marker flew so kutztown with unsportsmanlike my conduct only hurts them more half the distance of the goal so that's going to put lockhaven inside the 10.
2: with some excellent field position run. for the Golden
0: And if ever snap was tested, this is about it. And they need to stop more than ever. Because a stop and possibly mean of events.
9: Third
1: and one, quarterback sneak it, you can't get it. Fourth and one, you do it again with a tush-push type of play. You fumble the football, a big return. And then an unsportsmanlike conduct puts Lockhaven with first and goal at the 6.
19: Tosses it out. Collier fights his way to the 5.
1: So they'll give it at the 5 a gain of 1 for Collier with 3.35 and counting in his 4th quarter. Can Kutztown's defense stand tall with their backs against the wall in the late minutes of this game? Second down and goal.
19: Sanchez. Sanchez. Handoff
1: to the right side. Collier bottled up. He'll lose some yardage. Third and goal at the six. Loss of one for Collier. Two stops to get it for this Golden Bears
0: defense. Can they stand tall? Under three minutes to go now. Just need one stop because at this point that's field goal range. They're not, I would
1: not elect to bet that Lockheeman's gonna settle for a field goal with under three minutes to go. I think they're going for the touchdown or nothing. Third and goal from the six-yard line. Two big plays upcoming for this Golden Bears defense. Sanchez in the gun, looks to throw, back in the end zone. It is incomplete. And there's no flags on the play. So no pass interference.
20: Great coverage
1: there.
19: On T.R. Young, it was C.J.
1: Brown. And Antoine Lloyd in the coverage. So they're going to put the field goal unit out, Joshua, right on the money. 2.36 to go. It is Brett Zachman on the field to kick a field goal. And Coach Mulroney putting some serious faith in his defense. Now they're going to switch it. Sanchez in the gun. They're going to fake it. Sanchez rolls out right, takes the snap, looking back left. End zone it is. And it's intercepted.
0: And that could have ended a really bad attack. That, I knew that was going to happen because Danny Sanchez was the holder. And that could have been the biggest play of the game. Well, Danny Sanchez is the traditional
1: holder, but they elect to go the trick play, fire it to the end zone, was looking for Jaden Huntington, the freshman tight end. Antoine Lloyd in the coverage, comes up with the interception, and Cookstown's defense stands tall on the biggest possession of the
0: game. And that was the possession that determined. Who possibly could have won the game? They could have taken the lead right there, but Jack Kutztown's defense stands tall once again.
1: Lockheaven has all three timeouts 2.29 to play. Kutztown just trying to survive and get out of here with a victory. Novak takes a snap. Handoff. Up the middle. Across the 30 and tripped up at the 33-yard line, Daryl
0: Davis-McNeil, 13 in the Golden Bear first down. And Coach Mulroney does not want to take a timeout just yet. He has, he only, he has all three of his timeouts left, Coach Down has two, so interesting to see how Co- Coach Mulroney uses all three of them. First and 10 from the
1: 33-yard line, 155 to play cuts down running down the Go time back. two on the play clock snaps off Darryl Davis McNeil fights his way forward out across the 40 to the 41 that's a run of eight and Daryl Davis McNeil taking over on the rushing game here in the final minutes of this one leaving no doubt a 13 yard run and now an eight yard run with 125 and counting and the bald eagles will not elect to call a timeout time continues to fly off
0: 115 to go and counting and coach ball does not use any of his timeouts one minute left to play so this is going to get under a
1: minute to go Five on the play clock, now down to three, two. Just gets it off, right back to Darrell davis McDeal. Spins his way down to the 45, good for a first down for KU with 51 seconds left.
19: And so Lock Haven is going to call their first time out of the second half. 51 seconds to go. Plus yards in all four of his appearances this season. And he has had some clutch running in the late stages of this one. 62, Unbelievable defensive stand from Kutztown to set them up in a position to try to ice this game out
1: on the on the run. Unbelievable defensive stand from their own six-yard line. They give up zero yards. A one-yard run, loss of a yard right back. Incomplete to the end zone for T.R. Young. And then intercepted on fourth down looking for Huntington unbelievable defense from these Golden Bears stingy
0: hard-nosed physical relentless the fighting Golden Bears that is what we should be calling them from here on out Jack because they fought and scratched and clawed and did everything they could and defense ultimately all they knew they knew they just needed one stop and they got it
19: back again in the gun. Daryl Davis McNeil has had a phenomenal drive in his first game back. He's stationed to the quarterback's left. Takes the snap. Daryl Davis, Davis McNeil to trying, trying to bounce into the outside. The he smartly goes to go down to
1: stay in balance. of flag flies here with 44 yeah, seconds left. Uh, we'll check the There's a lot
19: of contact in the head area. Could also be a holding on that far side. We'll see what the rest of the discretion is. So and another
1: flag flies in.
19: Well, flags have been the Achilles heel of this Bald Eagles team throughout the day, and it looks like a potentially last penalty marker could ice their hopes in
0: this piece at East Fiction. So I'm interested to see, Jack, what the penalties could be. I'm almost wondering uh, a holding on Klitschtem, or is it a. What could the penalty be on Lockhaven?
1: So it's a face mask penalty there on Daryl Pollard. So, so 30 yards in penalties for Lockhaven. A face mask on Darryl Pollard on the run. Set a 15 or penalty up for an automatic first down to begin with. But then Pollard takes an unnecessary roughness after the play. It's a nice. A new sportsman nut- co- oh, no, Sportsmanlike Conduct, pardon me, for another 15-yard penalty. So 30 yards and penalties is gonna put Kutztown well onto the Lockhaven side of the field here with 44 seconds to go.
0: And talk about the last ditch effort for Lockhaven. So Kutztown
1: is now, sorry to interrupt you, Josh. Nope, that's okay. Kutztown now at the 25-yard line of Lockhaven here with 44 seconds to go. Daryl Pollard, a couple of costly penalties here for the Bald Eagles. To potentially run this one out and end it. I mean, you still gotta run the football, Lockhaven one timeout left. With 44 seconds to go, you run, you could just take two kneel downs at this point.
19: And it'd be over. You kneel it, they take the timeout, you kneel it again, and you're out of here with a win. Have to execute that first, but for Kutztown, not their cleanest day by any stretch of the imagination, but in this great game, you'll take
1: a win any way you can get it. And it was on the backs of this great defense, this elite defense. Last timeout taken by Lockhaven here. One more deal down. Should end this one. Three weeks now running, Josh, with the Golden Bears have
0: not allowed a touchdown. Unbelievable, to say the least. Kutztown, I would love to know if that is a fee reached by any other team in the PSAC. Or when it was recently done, because... That is impressive, to say the least, that Kutztown has not let any of their opponents see in the end zone in now three games.
19: Sanchez on the day,
1: a rough one for the Bald Eagles, 14-26, 100 yards, three interceptions. For Kutztown, Novak, 10-23, of 23, 119 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That interception, important note, was on the Hail Mary play on the final play of the first half. Daryl Davis-McNeil has been huge on this last drive. 11 carries, 51 yards, 4.6 per carry with a long of 19. Jordan Davis has had his fair share of solid runs, eight carries, 48 yards. He's also got 31 receiving. For good of 79 total rushing and receiving yards for Jordan Davis. A hard-fought, gritty game here from Hubert Jack Stadium, but make no mistake, this Lockhaven team, still the feel good story of the PSAC East, a team who won one game a year ago, and with the loss today fall to four and four on the year, and two and three in Eastern Division play, but progress is progress, and a year two under head coach, Mo Rooney, one that didn't go their way, had chances to come out of here with a win. The unable to do so, the road ahead for them. Westchester here next week, Shippensburg, to start the month of November and ending their season against Edinburgh. Some winnable games in that stretch as they search for their first over 500 season since 2002. Make no mistake, Coach Mulrooney has got this Bald Eagles program trending in the right direction.
0: Absolutely, he what well, he has done a tremendous job of turning this program around to say the least and yeah you, you gotta admire it hats off to coach Mulroney for the work that he is doing up here I did not expect this type of game at all but unbelievable finish to say the least and Kutztown somehow some way Pulls out another win and they stay undefeated and survive another week. If there's a will, there's a way, Josh. And Kutztown
1: had the will today, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Your final score Kutztown 7, Lockhaven 3, and this gritty, grinded out physical matchup. Where do we even start? Where do we even start? I want to look at Collier for Lockhaven 98 yards. 25 carries, a phenomenal talent. We saw exactly what he's capable of today. The graduate student running back for these Bald Eagles. What a special season he's been having. And we'll see how he's able to finish it out in these next couple weeks. I want to look at down that we mentioned. Daryl Davis, you know, we mentioned Jordan Davis, Novak's finishing line. Josh, I can't
0: gush enough about what this defense has been able to do. Impressive to say the least. And it looks. Like- Jack, I don't know if you noticed that, but possibly a couple words traded between Lockhaven and Clutstown, but definitely not the way you want to end a game like that, Jack. If you don't, if it, 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 it's, but yeah. Getting back to your point, just a a great game from collier You mentioned him. Great job to, by town to limit the yardage he did get but just puts down once again when there's a will there's a way jack you said it if there's a will there's a way we're gonna give
1: you one final scoring update around the conference slippery rock has pulled away from cal u pennsylvania 35 13 slippery rock has the edge they've tacked on two more touchdowns since we last gave you the update as they look like they are going to take the top spot and have sole possession of it in the PSAC Western Division. Kutztown hangs on to it for at least one more week, 6-2 on the year, 5-0 in Eastern Division play with the win here today, 7-3. East Stroudsburg going to dogfight against Bloomsburg, 21-16 in that game, so we'll see how that one shapes up. But Josh Kutztown, next week they'll be back at home for their homecoming game against Millersville as they're taking on Shippensburg here today. Trying to get you an update of that one as we are pulling up the scores. Fourth quarter, 13-0. Shippensburg has the edge. So we'll see if Millersville can mount a fourth quarter comeback. we will see them for their homecoming game at Andre Reed Stadium next week. Coverage for that will be right here on KUR 1670 AM. Josh, I think it's time to go right into our uh, KUR player of the game, shall we?
0: Absolutely. I got one in mind, and I got to give it to Cam Wolf. Turner a couple of it. interceptions, big couple, time plays. He absolutely s- s- made some big plays that ultimately gave Clifton the win on the defensive side of the ball. And just every time Lockhaven even had the momentum, he was there to make the stop. And ultimately, I think he deserves it. I'm gonna go with another linebacker. I'm gonna go Tyler Wary. Uh, a lot of tackles for him today
1: as the you know, commander of this defense, as the as the middle linebacker. He is such a big piece of this defense, such as leader. And, of course, every position has so much veteran leadership and experience on this KU team. They grind it out. They get the win. All credit to the defense. Offensively, back to the drawing board and try to take some steps forward for next week as they've been bottled up just nine points and seven points respectively over the last two games. But you know what? They got the wins, and that's all that matters at the end of the day at this point in time in the regular season, 5-0 in the Eastern Division, Josh.
0: They stay undefeated in, in PSAC play. That's all, all you want. Those two losses in the beginning of the season, they seem irrelevant now at this point because you're, you're still that top contender in the PSAC East, and that's what makes it to the championship game. But overall, a great win for the Golden Bears and stay alive for another week.
1: Absolutely, it was. Well, that will do it here today from Hubert Jack Stadium on the campus of Lock Haven University. I want to take this time and thank everyone who joined us for this presentation of Kutztown Golden Bears football here on KUR 1670 AM. We will be right back next week at Andre Reed Stadium here for a 2 p.m. kickoff between Kutztown and Millersville. Thank you so much. Take care, Go Bears. Have a great rest of your weekend. Um.